Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today's Tuesday, the 19th day of September. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A Morrisville police officer was hospitalized on Monday night following a multi-vehicle crash. It happened around 8.30 on Route 1 southbound near Route 13 in Bucks County. Authorities say the officer was helping a disabled driver when the crash occurred. The corporal was transported to an area hospital in stable condition with head and neck injuries. Mm. According to investigators, the driver of the striking vehicle was arrested for outstanding DUI warrants and a DUI suspended driver's license. The southbound lanes of the highway were closed as police cleared the scene. Police have not identified the driver who was arrested. Reckless driving is a constant threat for emergency responders who risk injury or death while assisting others. In 2021, Pennsylvania move over law went into effect. I didn't know that about this. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, those who do not move over or slow down when approaching an emergency on the road face stiff fines. $500 for the first offense, 1000 for the second, and 2000 for the third. There are additional fines of up to $10,000 for the those who injure or kill an emergency service responder or a person in or near a disabled vehicle. So I didn't realize that it was a law that you have to move over. And if you can't, you have to slow down. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, fines that are, you know, there are fines that are in place if, if you don't do that with this law. It's scary uh, as hell. If you've ever, you know, I remember years ago, a couple of times having to change a tire along like a highway. Yeah. yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So the, the police officers have to deal with that, you know, when they're going over and trying to assist people as well. All the time. Uh, so it says if you can't move over, slow down. Transportation Security Administration officers say they stopped a flight attendant from boarding a plane with a handgun at Philadelphia International Airport. Officers say the worker who was from Arizona was arrested at a security checkpoint on Friday after the weapon was discovered. In, in, in her defense, sometimes people will not return their seats to the upright position. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it comes two weeks after the TSA arrested a worker at a PHL concession shop uh, who was allegedly uh, trying to bring a gun through security as well. We are always on alert for any possible insider threats, explained Gerardo Sparrow, TSA's federal security director for the airport. Both of these were good catches on the part of our team. They should probably start posting signs saying you can't bring guns on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Make make it clear if you can. Make it clear if you would. I mean, look at... Let's stop being vague about this. Look at the photo of the weapon that that they were trying to bring on. I mean... The handgun. The handgun onto a plane. And they had four ounces of shampoo, too. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, so just crazy. <laughs> uh, there have been 31 guns found at the airport this year. Right. At Philadelphia <laughs> International <laughs> Airport. Wow. 31 guns. We can hit 50. <laughs> no, stop. Oh, no. No. We want to go the other way. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can no. eliminate. I'm sorry. A black bear was spotted Monday at Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, and what? it wasn't on the safari at Animal Kingdom or in the Country Bear Jamboree show. The wild black bear was spotted in a tree at Magic Kingdom, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, which was called to help capture the animal. I'm sorry. This is too goddamn expensive. Yeah. <laughs> the rare black bear sighting temporarily shut down several rides at the theme park. A spokesperson for Disney confirmed to ABC News that Frontierland, Liberty Square, and Adventureland at Magic Kingdom Park had since reopened. According to the FWC, the department's law enforcement officers, as well as biologists from its bear management program, responded to the scene on Monday. In most cases, it is best for bears to be given space and to move along on their own, but given the situation, staff are working uh, on capturing and relocating 
locating the bear, the FWC told ABC News in a statement. If you could remain clandestine and be a bear in an amusement park like Disney, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yeah. During the fall, bears are more active as they search for food to pack on fat reserves for the winter. This particular bear was likely moving through the area searching for food, the statement said. Exactly where the bear was sighted on Magic Kingdom's property has not yet been publicly confirmed. Um, Frontierland is pretty... There's a lot of trees there. Yeah, no, perfect. Right. perfect. We actually camped there. Would you guys um, have that dessert you liked? Was that Epcot? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. yeah Casey. But... Frontierland at the Hoop Didier Review, it's like the best strawberry shortcake I've ever had in my entire life. That is a bear, that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Dude, and you would fit right in. There's yeah. like oh, animatronic yeah. bears and yes. things like that already All there. the bear would have to do, a little bit of mime. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Exactly uh, where, they, they didn't say exactly where the bear was found. Florida is home to an estimated 4,000 black bears, which are only species, the only species of bears that call the Sunshine State Don't home. The breeding season for black bears in Florida runs from June to August, with most cubs born in late January or early February. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Braves 7-1 last night in Atlanta. Kyle Schwarber hit a 483-foot two-run home run, and four other Phillies hit home runs in the win. Schwarber's 45th homer of the season, which gave the Phillies a six-run lead in the sixth inning, was the second farthest ball hit at the home of the Braves and the second longest homer by Schwarber in his career. The series in Atlanta continues tonight, and Christopher Sanchez will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 7:20. Last night in the NFL, Tony Jones Jr. ran for two touchdowns. Rookie Blake Groupie kicked a field two field goals, and the Saints beat the Carolina Panthers 20-17, to approving to 2-0 for the first time since 2013. And in the late game, linebackers T.J. Watt and Alec Highsmith combined for a scoop and score midway through the fourth quarter to pull out of a 26-22 victory for the Steelers over the Cleveland Browns. The Steelers extended their regular season home winning streak against the Browns to 20 and counting. The Steelers' win was overshadowed by star running back Nick Chubb's serious left knee injury. The four-time Pro Bowler's sixth NFL season ended two plays into the second quarter after his knee bent awkwardly when he was hit by Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick. Do you guys see the video? Nope. I won't watch Gabby it. Gabby heard me uh, reacting yeah. to it I'm this not, morning. I'm not watching it, it. If you have any sort of oh. squeamishness about a leg injury, oh, do God. not watch this video. It's gnarly. He went to the hospital as a precaution before returning to Cleveland. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. We have a lot on our plate uh, today, so grab a seat, why don't you? And uh, we will set you up with all kinds of stuff. We have have, uh, first and foremost, several opportunities to win some money today on MMR. Five, in fact. It's called Crumb Bum Cash. That's the name of the contest that we're doing, and we get first crack at it at 8 a.m., giving away $1,000 each time, and it's very simple. We give you a keyword, and then we tell you how to enter it, and you have 15 minutes or so to enter it, and then you sit back and wait for the money to roll in. Awesome. All right, so we'll do that at 8 a.m., like I said. Um, our buddy Jim Florentine is stopping by. He's got a new comedy special that out, is out and about, and he's going to be at World Cafe Live on October 7th, so he's popping in today. Uh, we also have our friends at Rita's Ooh. Uh, that have given us some things to give away. We'll have $25 gift cards in, in conjunction with that appearance. We also have a chance for an impression of Steve Tattoo. It's Tattoo's Day. 
Uh, so Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street is offering up a $350 gift certificate. Just text the word tattoo to 39333 and you will have your chance to win. We'll just uh, grab a winner at some point uh, during the program. Oh, and I do want to mention this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this a few times. Uh, the MMRBQ over the weekend, our shirts sold out fast. So, apparently, we have put them up for sale on the MMR Rock nice. Shop now. So, yeah. and, and I had a couple of people email I had some people asking that night. Uh, so the merch was very, very popular. And you can go to WMMR.com and head to the Rock Shop, and you will be able to get out, uh, get into the merch if you missed out on it on Saturday. So that's all. Excellent. A few other things happen. I'll save them, spread this information out through the course of the morning. Uh, let us take a break. We'll come back in a second. And of course, we'll roll out the entertainment report and the stupid questions. So hang out for a moment or two or the whole show. We'd love to have you. We'll be back in a sec. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let us give something else away. We have a stupid question, and we have tickets as uh, John Mayer is playing the solo acoustic tour with special guest J.P. Sachs. That is going to be Saturday, October 7th at the Wells Fargo Center. And the question that I pose to you is this. Which country has the most known animal species? Which country has the most known animal species? Yeah, Interesting. 215-263-WMMR. Oh. Let's see if you know. In the world, which country has the most known animal species? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I'll mention some birthdays while we await your answer. 19th day of September. Warning, There's I have a few crushes in here. Uh, oh, really? Of birthdays, yeah. I'll start with the... the I'll guess which ones. Okay. Well, no, I'll, I'll okay. flat out tell you. So, Alex and Sweeney. There you go. Uh, who you know from Hallmark, Steve. Absolutely. She's a number of Hallmark oh, movies. Yeah. She was also on The Biggest Loser. Was she one of the was hosts? She? Yeah, she was. She was one of the hosts. Yeah. Okay. She's super cute. She is super cute. She's got sort of a girl next door, sort of cherubic face. Beautiful blue eyes. Uh, she's uh, She was on Days of Our Lives as well, so she's a soap. That wasn't your soap, though. No, I was uh, All My Kids yeah. and uh, GH. It was a guiding light. Yeah. Uh, but she's 47 years old. That's why I kind of, like, when I saw the Hallmark movies, um, I'm like, 
She looks familiar. Yes. I kind of know her. Oh, yeah. I looked it up. I'm like, okay, she's a soap gal. She's but, one of my girls. Uh, super cute. And then uh, another one of my crushes uh, celebrating birthday today is CNN anchor Soledad O'Brien. Ah. Beautiful smile. Just a gorgeous smile. Uh, she turns uh, 57. What is she? Is she in one of the Spider-Man movies, isn't she? Is or, she? She's in one of the... No, she might She might be in um, Batman v Superman. Okay. Yeah. She okay. ends up being a reporter they go to, I think, because she is photogenic when they use a re- an actual reporter in a right. movie. And I think she's done some real sports stuff as well. She uh, did one snuff film. So, happy 57th birthday. And then the man crush that I had, uh, uh, Randolph Mantooth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> from an Emergency. Was on Emergency. I loved that show so much when I was a kid. <laughs> and he was my favorite on the show. That show used to, I, remember, I think that show used to come out at 7 o'clock. Like that was one before they had like that that prime time viewing chunk eight to eleven. Mm-hmm. Emergency used to come on at seven. I think it was on Saturdays, and it was super popular. I never paid attention what time it was on. I just liked it a lot. And yeah, I just know that I heard the. I was like, yes, that show was credited with teaching kids how to do like um, uh, CPR, and CPR, stuff? and yeah. all these things, and and it was it won numerous awards. Yeah, uh, so seventy eight years old today. So those are all my crushes. Today. Randolph Mantooth. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has his birthday today. Things are a little uh, dicey for Jimmy right now. Yeah, facing some a little bit of uh, criticism. Some former staff members saying that he wasn't so nice. So a lot of people are stepping forward and saying that they are uh, they're advocates mm-hmm. for him. So there you go. Of course. You figure it out. A nice guy, but uh, he's 49 today. Great actor Jeremy Irons celebrating his uh, 75th birthday. That's right, Alfred uh, from... Tell me, are you my butler? That version. Yeah. Snyder's verse. Of Batman. Uh, but so many great movies and shows throughout the Well, years. the series The Watchmen. Yeah, he was incredible. He was tremendous. Yeah, so he's 75 today. Uh, Joan London, Good Morning America host, is 73 years old <laughs> she today. She does tons of infomercials. Does she? Tons of them. Uh, Twiggy, the former British model, is 74. She has a cameo in the, the Blues Brothers movie. Yep, known for her waifishness. That is correct. She yeah. was uh, Kate Moss before Kate Moss. Yeah, good point. Uh, Daniel Lanois, the producer oh. uh, for U2 and Peter Gabriel. Dave Matthews Band. Uh, he turns uh, 72 years old Just today. To say happy birthday to you, pal. Uh, and also in the world of music, uh, Paul Williams has his oh birthday my God. today. Oh, my God. And uh, wrote just a ton of hits in the 70s. We've only just begun. Evergreen, Rainy Days and Mondays, just an old-fashioned love song. Did I tell uh, you I He worked... did the Rainbow Connection. Which was that. Fantastic. Uh, uh, there's a riveting documentary about Paul Williams. I watched it about a year ago. Amazing. Yeah. Was it Was it called uh, Paul Williams is Not Dead? So many. It might be. That one was yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. But and I, he actually popped up the other day. I was, uh, Rochelle was watching a show and he was a, a character and I'm like, that's uh, Paul Williams. Yeah, I think he showed up in um, uh, that Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> the Billy Bob Thornton show, The Lions. <laughs> oh, was he? Was he in it? He popped up. Yeah, Billy night. Bob is a horrible movie. <laughs> He's also in the Cannibal Run movies, Preston. Yep, and the Smokey and the Bandit films yeah. as well. And Princess Diary. Too, and the Planet of the Apes. He's uh, he's had a nice long career. And I think uh, you had mentioned Crush. I believe he is on the Daft Punk album. I think something. Yes, uh, he's something. One... Crush is the name of the song that he's on. He's oh. one of the producer writers, right? Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he also performs in one of the one of the tracks. Oh, I didn't well. know that. Yeah. So he's eighty three today. Uh, local gal Sherry O'Terry. Ah. 
turns mm. a year older. She is. Why have we never had her on the show? Saturday Night Live, and uh, she turns uh, 61 years old today. I ran into her in Avalon uh, one year at, um, oh my gosh, what was it called? Ro- Rocking Horse, I think the was? Rocking Chair. Rocking Chair. Yeah, Rocking Chair. dude peed on Belarus. Oh, yep. yep uh, actually, yeah. and I think I was there with Belarus. Oh, my God. <laughs> when we ran into Sherry O'Terry. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And how was Sherry? Uh, she had had a few cocktails. Oh, oh. all right. Okay. There you go. Which a lot of people there probably had right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the final birthday is uh, actor David McCallum. Oh. Who's in everything from The Man from Uncle to The Great Escape and uh, NCIS. Yeah. The, uh, the, the lead coroner or the uh, uh, medical examiner. Rochelle does. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm very familiar with his characters because I would pop in and see episodes and I didn't know that that was the same guy. He played a uh, he played Ilya Koryakin on The uh, Man from Uncle. He was a, a Russian. So he turns uh, 90 years old today. I will see if we do indeed have someone who knows the answer to this. Which country is the most known animal species in the world? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Charlie and see if we can get the answer. Uh, Charlie, good morning. Hey, good morning. It. Uh, good morning uh, to see you. Charlie? Where's Hang on, Charlie. This is Charlie. <laughs> it is Charlie. It's Charlie. And Charlie, what country has the most known animal species? And I believe that's Brazil. Damn right. Wow. You damn skippy. Hang on a second, Charlie. Pair of tickets is MMR Rocks. John Mayer solo acoustic tour with special guest JP Sachs. Saturday, October 7th, the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets are on sale now via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. One more birthday, real quick. It's uh, my son Ben's birthday. Oh, today. my God. Turned 17. Oh, my God. Which is insane. Uh, and uh, he's a great kid and spent some time with him yesterday 17. and taking him out to dinner for sushi tonight. So, happy mm. birthday, buddy. And Preston, for his uh, birthday, guess where we're going? Uh, Top Golf. Oh, really? He, he has fallen in love with oh, Top that's Golf. Great. Yeah, yeah. He's really into it. So, we're going to uh, head there on Friday or Saturday this weekend. I, I have yet to go. You've told me it's just an absolute blast. It's such, it's such a great time. So much fun. All right. I got to set that up soon. All right. I do have some entertainment report stories to run by you. We'll start with Russell Brand. His remaining live shows on his bipolarization tour have been postponed following allegations of sexual assault against a comedian. We covered this yesterday over the weekend. A joint investigation between uh, Channel 4's dispatches, The Times, and The Sunday Times revealed accusations from four women alleging that Brand uh, subjected them to sexual abuse, rape, and emotional abuse on occasions between 2006 and 2013. He's vehemently denied these very serious allegations. Uh, The outlets have since reported that several more women have come forward with similar allegations, which are now being rigorously checked. The tours promoters announced uh, we are postponing these few remaining uh, addiction charity fundraiser shows. Uh, We don't like doing it, but we know that you'll all understand. Uh, He was scheduled to perform today at the Theater Royal Windsor uh, with later dates in uh, Wolverhampton and Plymouth. Uh, The Theater Royal said it will be offering ticket refunds. And the cancellation of the rest of his live shows comes as the police confirmed that officers are in contact with a woman who on Sunday made a report to the force about an alleged sexual assault that happened in Soho in 2003. So there's an official police investigation that has happened. So I was reading uh, that uh, YouTube has suspended the ability for him to monetize his show. Okay. But that he was making about a million dollars a year just off the YouTube show. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
Um, so, obviously, we're going to monitor that story and see how that develops. Uh, soap opera star Billy Miller's mother is speaking out about the wake of her son's death at 43 years old. In a statement to Soap Opera Digest on Monday, Patricia Miller said the daytime Emmy-winning star uh, died after, a quote, a long, hard, valiant battle with bipolar depression. It just tears you up to hear stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he was best known for his roles on General Hospital and The Young and the Restless. He died on Friday, which would have marked his uh, 44th birthday. Unfortunately, that happens sometimes yeah. in people... Yeah. That date, that birth date is kind of the checkout day. It's a reassessment time. Yeah. Uh, Miller's family said that uh, Miller died in Austin, Texas, and that the actor was struggling with manic depression when he died. Uh, his mother had said he did everything he could to control the disease. He loved his family, his friends, and his fans. But in the end, the disease won the fight, and he surrendered his life. Uh, the other causes of death being told are not true, and I wish they weren't uh, were, but they just aren't. We all loved him so much and are desperately trying to deal with our loss. I will have nothing further to say. Thanks for the love and support. He began his career as a model in 2007. He had a role as Richie Novak on All My Children, uh, where he stayed until 2008. And from 08 to 2014, uh, he starred as Billy Abbott on The Young and the Restless, a role that got him three daytime Emmy Awards. After exiting that show in 2014, he went on to play Jason Morgan and Drew Kane on General Hospital until 2019. After leaving Soaps, he appeared in five episodes of... Um, the the show suits yeah Casey's um, watching it now. yeah he, pl- he played uh, the brother of Harvey Specter Marcus haven't met him yet okay okay uh, following the news of his death his co-stars in the daytime television community took to social media to mourn the loss so it's Kathy. always terrible to hear a story like that speaking of suits uh, anybody ever tell you that they uh, Meghan Markle reminds him of you yeah don't you remember when she got uh, when they got married they did a side by side of a photo of me and her. And it, 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 I'm watching. I'm like, wow. I mean, he sees it. Yeah. And what I, did you? You said something specifically, though. Very, man. very specifically. Uh, the way her nostrils flare up. Yeah. If you look at a younger photo of me when I was, I mean, it was only a few years ago, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> younger. Uh, there are similarities. You, you, er, you, early sixties look a lot like Megan Mark. Yeah. Uh, on the first episode of Ancestry's unfamiliar YouTube show, which was released yesterday, Parent Trap co-stars and real-life besties Lisa Ann Walter and Elaine Hendricks discovered that their great-grandparents were likely acquainted. Oh, wow. We should uh, get that's, her on. That's really cool. That's yeah. uncanny. She's a friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, both of the actresses' uh, families lived on Elizabeth Street in New York City in the early 1900s. Of course, they knew each other, Hendricks said in the episode. Walter replies, it's almost not a surprise. Why in the world uh, would we have met and become besties in six hours? Uh, Hendricks added that it was fate. Uh, talking to people about the episode, the Abbott Elementary star called the superstar actress her life partner, and she said, everybody has a person they check in with about everything in their life, and Elaine is it for me. So their roots go way back, even though they had no idea. She was awesome. So cool. Very down-to-earth, and it was was a wonderful interview. Absolutely. Uh, According to BuzzFeed, people are pointing out a pattern of disrespect from Drake when it comes to Halle Berry. No! Monsters Ball actress revealed on Instagram over the weekend that she did not give the God's Plan singer permission to use a photo of her getting slimed for his new single, Slime You Out. What the f*** 
is this? When a fan asked her in the comments why she was so upset about it, Barry wrote, he asked me and I said, no, that's why. Why ask if you intend to do what you want to do? Halle Berry's right. That's what the F you to, that's, that was the F you to me. Not cool. You get it? Uh, another fan uh, took to social on Sunday and called Drake's lyrics, recalled Drake's lyrics from a 2013 song titled Versace, and they wrote, uh, he'd been disrespecting her. I'm trying to give Halle Berry a baby, and no one can stop me. Yeah, now it all comes together. Now it all yeah, comes yeah. together. Mm. Okay. He'd been disrespecting me, but she's upset she didn't want this goo picture published, and Drake completely ignored Halle Berry. Yeah. I don't like that. And he said, I'm trying to give Halle Berry a baby and no one can stop me. Um, yeah. um, he, he, he crazy. He crazy. Well, th- so he's going to say that I will rape her if she will not allow me to. No, this was uh, from back in 2013. Okay. So okay. I, I, it's their lyrics from way back when. I think he just wanted to bang Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah. So E! News reports that uh, Haley Steinfeld was spotted supporting her rumored beau, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Oh, Uh, The Hawkeye actress was seen wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey at Sunday's home game against the uh, the Raiders, and so I guess they wonder if Bill Weston knows about this. They got a thing going. He's a big Bills fan. He's a huge Bills fan. This is great news for me. Have Haley on board. I love Uh, Happy (laughs) Steinpeb. Very close. It's Happy Steinpeb, isn't it? You're getting there, Haley. What? Haley, how be Larry Ste- yeah. Steinfeld? There you go. Yeah, you hello, got Larry. You got hello, 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 Larry. Hello, Larry. <laughs> You're going. All right. Uh, yeah. I was uh, talking to Cuthbert the other day about Happy Baby. <laughs> yep. All right. So, Bachelor Nation stars uh, Michael Alio and Danielle Maltby, who met on the 18th season of Bachelor in That's Paradise, the best season, have broken up after approximately a year together. No. Leo announced the news on Jason Tardick's Trading Secrets podcast Monday and said it's still incredibly fresh. I guess I'll just come out with it. We're not together anymore. It's got to be painful to rip the Band-Aid off like that. (laughs) The reality star said, we both threw a lot into this relationship, and it's really awful when it doesn't work out. It hurts here. Uh, (laughs) When you realize that love is there. Love. What is love but a fleeting emotion? Did I see that? You're not necessarily compatible. Uh, You mourn the loss, not of just that person. And that friend in your life, but also the future you had envisioned. It's like when you poop after eating hot sauce. <laughs> it hurts. There's afterburn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So it didn't work out for him, gang. Well, was, uh, life, life will go on. Now, I have not had this in a while, mm. but I have a story about someone who has changed their hand. Oh, oh my God. That's our changing hair. Uh, intro sound effect. Yes, Hayden Panettiere is thinking pink. The scream star showed off her latest pink look, but this time with a hint of green. Ooh, yes. I don't know new, if that works. In a new Instagram post, the actress wore another pink hairdo, which follows her recent shift from blonde to pink. <laughs> Panettiere wore a denim chambray button-down shirt with a full makeup look, including a nude pinkish lip gloss and shimmery pink eyeshadow. Oh my God. You're a complete oh, no. dirty whore. <laughs> that worked together to highlight her pink hair. I don't know about that. Uh, she, she also fluffed her lips up. A yeah, bit. she's. It, it, oh man! The, the you face, had a girl who was completely uh, like around the time of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Complete. Oh no! 
Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's lifted up. She's plumpy. Oh, and I don't, the hair looks I don't terrible. like that. I don't like the eyebrows. But but listen, I hope all that I'm concerned about is her mental state because she, remember, yeah. she went through severe oh, yeah. postpartum depression. A severe uh, alcohol abuse yeah, and, and pills. Out. Right. Uh, so she wrote, love my new watermelon vibes on top. All right. Because uh, she went with the pink and uh, pink and green, so it's kind of like a, you know the watermelon rind and the pink in the middle. It's great. Just don't go out a lot. Uh, while she has been sporting the pink locks for September, she hasn't confirmed whether these new colors are permanent changes or to her look or not. Uh, the new look might be surprising, but Panettiere revealed in March to Women's Health that she has privately grappled with changes to her hair. In her interview, she explained that she suffered from severe hair loss due to her alcohol addiction. Didn't know that. Yeah, so she said her alcohol addiction began when she was uh, 22 as a coping mechanism to regulate stress by 2014. And after the birth of her daughter, Kaya, the actress was dealing with postpartum depression and neck injury. She said that she would then drink alcohol to mitigate her anxiety and consume opioid pills for her her physical pain. And she said, I should have gone on antidepressants to cope with postpartum depression, but you have to find the right one that works for you. And they don't mix well with alcohol. And I wasn't ready to stop drinking. She, She was off and on for a while. She tried to get things straightened out. It didn't work until 2021. Sometimes you're in that thing, though, where you're chasing the effects of one drug you're taking with another drug and trying to work everything out. It becomes this this loop. I feel bad for her, man. But, yeah. Uh, you know, on the surface, you'd look at her and say, man, she's got life by the balls. And when she came on the scene, it looked like she was going to be destined for an easy ride, but it has not been. Yeah. So, but she's uh, she's got it under uh, under control, so uh, good for her. I mean, it's the one thing I miss about not having hair. And I mean, I, I am a big proponent of the baldness, but I, I really, it, it, the color's the color. I can't, mm-hmm. unless I want to go Easter egg on my head, I <laughs> there's nothing much I can do. Uh, let's see here. The writers on strike are continuing to be creative as they demand better pay and protections from artificial intelligence. Deadline report reports that a murder she wrote themed picket is planned for Thursday on the Fox lot in L.A. Strike captain Tyler Ruggieri came up with the idea and is asking union members to wear their best Jessica Fletcher outfits. So did she have like a signature look? I don't I mean, she remember. Was kind of, she was an older woman. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what it I wasn't thought. like she wore, you know, a tube top and Daisy Dukes. It was she wore, you know, Kind of incline. If there's incline two, she was incline four. Mm-hmm. And what does this say for like the the state of their strike when they're like theme parties? So, so case, yeah. I, I was reading an article about it, and so they've got about another two weeks. Really, another two weeks, which would, if they can't resolve anything in another two weeks, a good portion of the shows for this fall, you can write them off. Okay, like they're they're yeah. um, they won't be able to go into production and get anything out. You know, uh, for at least the next couple of months. But the point you're trying to make is uh, they're running out of steam. Uh, no, is that uh, they're they're having theme parties. They're and- having theme parties, so they're like, okay, we need to because nobody's paying attention to us yeah. right now. Like, hey, they did a Mrs. Roper bar crawl in uh, Pennsylvania last week. Maybe we should have a Mrs. Roper. Well, listen, yeah. if anybody can do it, they can come up with a creative idea. It's it's yeah. the writers, yeah. you know. So that's what they do. So they're trying to kind of have a little pizzazz in there. Uh, Sherry, speaking of the strike, Sherry Shepard's talk show returned to the air yesterday, and the 30 Rock actress explained how it differs from the other talk shows that came under fire for resuming production. production. She said there has been so much confusion about who can work and who can't work. She said, I'm a sag after actress, and I actually marched with some of my colleagues while in Los Angeles recently. Uh, the How I Met Your Mother actress added, talk shows in general fall under a different union contract code, so we're allowed to come back 
back unless you're a WGA show. And the Sherry Show is not a WGA show. And we have never employed WGA writers. So us coming back to work isn't crossing the picket line. So it just doesn't even fall under that category. Kathy, uh, the Yellowstone drama continues. A new report uh, claims that Kevin Costner's rep were basically begging the series creator Taylor Sheridan and Paramount to let the bodyguard actor return to the show. And this cup. What was that? For oh. some reason, my Siri is a is a is a busybody. Like, yeah. just starts talking out of the blue. But she was talking about about, sh- about you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? My I, Siri likes you. I said Sherry Shepard, and I'll bet you it heard Siri. No, because it said Sherry Shepard, and the C- Siri said Sherry Shepard. C- hey Siri, <laughs> why do you like Preston so much? <laughs> No, it doesn't listen to you. It's being coy. I don't want to talk to you. It's embarrassed. I want to talk to you. That should be the new Siri prompt. That should be. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I want to kiss you. Oh, my God. Get away from me. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? Get away from me. I would love to have Rizzo as my Rizzo is the new Siri. That'd be I'll answer your goddamn question. Major export of Brazil is... You're a creep. So... He was wanting to come back? I thought he was the reason this all started, because yeah, he didn't want to. I, I don't know. The, this comes after... Remember that you're hearing, you know, other takes on this. Uh, this comes after Costner revealed in court during divorce proceedings with uh, Christine Baumgartner that he, quote, may go to court over his exit from the show. So, I don't know. Uh, what uh, the heck? Hell. So, is... And, and we're just left in limbo. Like, there, there's no... They're not going to film it without him? I don't know. Well, you tell me, you're, you're, you're currently caught up, right? Yeah. Is the show at a point where he is an essential character at this point yes. still? So then they can't... It's they the can't main character. All right. But I mean, they could... Listen, you in the show, it's no surprise. There's tons of people that yeah. they kill off. Right. It, it or he makes, could just be in the bathroom the whole, for the whole season. Right, in the what, shower like Patrick yeah. Duffy. Now. Whatever. There could be... Uh, yeah, there's, there's people that go away, come back, or go away and never come back. So they could do something yeah. and at least end it for us. Jeez. He's on an island with Cousin Oliver and Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people has reported that uh, Oppenheimer surpassed 2018's Bohemian Rhapsody as the biggest biopic of all time. Um, so they're going ahead with two op, two Heimer. <laughs> uh, the film has now made more than uh, $912 million globally compared with Bohemian Rhapsody that made $910 million. I want to see Oppenheimer. I really wanted to see it in uh, on an IMAX screen. That possibility is fading. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Casey... You were mixed on it, right? I, it was just the sound. Yeah. The, the, the sound mixing for me was too much. Now, I had watched uh, a little bit of um, the Bane. Uh, Bane Batman. and Heimer? No, no, no. Batman. And that was an issue for me was being able to understand what Bane was saying. Now, I was actually able to hear it better on my TV. Yeah, you can actually set, by the way. A lot of people do not know. Yeah. On your receiver, if you're listening through a receiver, and some TVs have it, where they will bring the dialogue up and centered a bit more so you can hear what's happening. Right. And that is uh, on most modern receivers and or TVs. It's wonderful to have it. What would that be under? uh, audio audio settings, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, so for Arnold Schwarzenegger, there is nothing more American than celebrating 40 years of U.S. citizenship with a post on social media. Uh, He posted a series of photos over the weekend that chronicled his time growing up in Austria before he arrived here in 1968, all while... 
All while audio of his speech from the 2004 Republican National Convention plays in the background, and that's what we have there for you. Yeah, that's it. So true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Did you watch the documentary? Uh, his uh, Netflix documentary. I did not. No. It's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. By the yeah, by the time Case he came to the United States, Joe Weider brought him over. Uh, he was pretty much a, a millionaire already. I mean, he was he was such a savvy businessman that um, you know he was able to to pull together a lot of money. He uh, farted in my face. And he farted in his face. Yeah. Schwarzenegger became a citizen on September 17th, 1983. Uh, the gallery also includes photos of Arnold as a youth growing up in Austria, as California governor, and as a family man. He said, it is one of the proudest days of my life. I owe everything to America. Born in Austria, made in America. All right, and then uh, finally, uh, we'll end with this. Earlier this summer, it was reported that uh, Donald Glover and his brother Stephen were working on, with Disney Plus and the Star Wars universe to create a series spinoff for the character Lando Calrissian. Uh, but it turns out it actually may be a movie. Um, last week, Lucasfilm confirmed a variety that Lando will be a film serving as a spinoff to the character he played in the Star Wars film Solo. I would love to see him go to a planet called Cold 45. Uh, would that be great? That would be. Uh, Glover said, Stephen Glover said, the idea right now is to do a movie. Uh, right now, because of the strike, it's kind of like telephone, all the information, he said. Did you watch that solo movie? I did, but I don't really remember much of it. You know me, I've kind of checked out on and, the and I, I agree. I, I, I did not think it was as bad as I was told it would be ahead of time. I thought it was okay. It came out at the wrong time. Though. Yeah. There was just a glut of Star Wars stuff. And if they had waited a year or two or spaced it out a little bit, they were I just agree. Trying, trying to cram out so much Star Wars stuff at the same time. It's a good movie. Uh, and, and I've revisited it a few times. And the guy that played uh, Han Solo is really good. And, and uh, Donald Glover's terrific in it. Uh, but just the, there was so much Star Wars at that particular time that it kind of got lost in the sauce. Yeah. And the Lando series has been on the Disney docket since 2020, but it's looking more like it's going to be a film. Well, a lot of these in a series. are also being reconsidered for the very reason that Nick was just mentioning. The, the perceived glut is what they feel is killing the audience for this. I, it, it is for me. It is for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're ready for the clips. The inventor follows Leonardo da Vinci's journey out of Italy to join the French court and pursue creative freedoms. In this clip, director Jim Capabianco talks about uh, telling the story through animation. Here we go. I wanted to make a film uh, about a guy who flew with fake wings, like with homemade wings. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, Leonardo did that, didn't he? He was like, uh, played with flying machines. And at the time I was like, well, I've never seen a movie about Leonardo da Vinci, like an animated film. Or maybe even a live action film. So I was like, well, maybe I can make that. I have the power as an animator to, to do that. Shut the f up! Uh, the inventor is out in theaters now. All right, here's the next clip for you. With the writer's strike entering month four, the projects continue to pile up. And here, director Sean Levy uh, shares updates on two projects he's currently committed to, Deadpool 3 ah. and the final season of Stranger Things. I've been alongside Matt and Ross Duffer for all these years. I direct episodes every year. It's a part of our brotherhood. It's a part of my commitment and my love of the show, connecting with it as a director as well as an executive producer. So I will go through hoops to figure out calendars to direct at least one episode. Yeah! 
Yeah. Uh, the filming of our projects are on hiatus until the strike is over. Uh, how about this? Here's an idea. Because we're such uh, Stranger Things fans. When when it eventually debuts, should, should we do like uh, like we used to do with the truck, like grab a, you know, like the, the premiere? Because it'll probably release two or three episodes as a premiere. Oh, right. Do right, we, right. I miss doing those communal viewing events. Right. You know? Yeah. And it might be kind of fun. Well, that closed. was uh, that was pre-streaming, you know, where we, know. we showed them live. Yeah. As everybody was being exposed to it. So. True, yeah. But you never know. People might want a, a community atmosphere yeah. for something like that. Because it's going to be, if you've been a fan of the series and the, over the run of the years, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen, and a huge part of my family. So, all right, uh, that is it for the entertainment report. We want to remind you we have a uh, tattoo day. Chance to win a Preston and Steve show theme tattoo. Text the word tattoo to three nine three three three, and you might win three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate, floating world tattoo and piercing. They're at seventeen twenty nine South Street in Philadelphia. Great artwork from these guys. Amazing. And a uh, lot of great President Steve tattoos throughout the years. So we have that going on. We have a few guests on the program. Uh, Rita's Water Ice is here. We'll make sure that we give away some uh, gift cards to you throughout the course of the morning. And Crumb Bum Cash, $1,000 twice. So we get started in less than an hour for that first one. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the 5th Annual Market Street Run for Blue, Sunday, October 15th. You can run or walk this five-mile course down Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with seats benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Sunday, October 15th, 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. The, uh, I would like to mention this. Uh, if you went to the MMRBQ and didn't get a chance to get the uh, MMRBQ t-shirts because they sold out. Mm. And they did, quickly. They're, they're now on sale. Awesome. Uh, at the Rock Shop, if you would like to get the official MMRBQ 2023 concert t-shirts back on sale in the Rock Shop. Uh, so make sure you get it. I had people asking about that. And uh, we do now have them available. So grab away. Now, does anyone have a tissue that I can borrow? Are you sneezing? I am. I'm, I have a runny nose. Yeah, nap- napkins. Yeah. yeah, I'll take a napkin. All right. Do you Thanks. feel okay? Wet wipes. They're soft on your nose. Casey, check his forehead. No, I'm okay. I think it's... Go ahead. Sure. Yeah, in fact... You want to lie down? Uh, no, I've got... Uh, I think soup? It's more like... <laughs> Some soup would be nice. I think I think I like some allergy or something going on. I got a runny nose and sneezing yeah. and stuff like I'm gonna that. I'm going to make a little happy face in your jello. Mm. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, so Marissa has said there's something she wanted to share with us. Yeah. Uh, this is something that she found out about her spouse. And this is what happens when you eventually cohabitate and are married is right. you find things out about each other. And that's why I've always suggested to people before they uh, before they commit to the long haul, uh, live together. Live together, find out what little things about each other you Idiosyncrasies, yes, yes, I agree. Listen, I know that there are many who stand, and you do you, but I, I think it does help oh, yeah. to know those things we did, uh, my wife and I, and, and, and it turns out all good, all compatible, ready to go. Yeah, because you might find something that will not be compatible to you. Yeah. And What's with the flesh not, coat? Why not find that out uh, before you... Uh 
fully commit. I want to so, show you my pit in the basement. <laughs> uh, so, Marissa, what's, uh, what's the story here? This is crazy because I've been listening to you guys tell stories about your spouses for 20 years. Yeah. And now I finally get to join in. Oh, yes. yes. Married woman. So mm-hmm. it actually started, uh, you guys know uh, Matt and I are, are splitting time between uh, Dewey and yep. Philadelphia. And it actually happened when we were, I was down in Dewey and I was in the bathroom and I noticed a bobby pin on like the the sink bobby and i was pin. like okay. mm, you're like whose is this i wasn't like Dang. that oh. but i kind of was like mm, i haven't used a bobby pin in a really really long time can i guess do you think you know what, what it he's is? using the bobby pin for <laughs> that he finally now is just leaving it on the sink like open and not hiding it now i think this is going to sound really disgusting but is he using it to clean out his ears with 100 i knew it He's like, my mom taught me about this years and years ago, and he's been doing it his entire life, Mm -hmm. and he's probably been stealing my bobby pins for my little... You use bobby pins? I mean, you end up as a girl that's just one item you end up with. I have more bobby pins that... And I don't... I don't think the last time I used bobby pins was like seven years ago. Uh, Right? uh, It would be my understanding. I would think that you'd be kind of running a risk using uh, a bobby pin to... Guys... Scrape out your ears. Is it like mm-hmm. a technique? Yeah. So this past weekend, it was sitting out there. I was like, oh, oh there's the bobby pin. And he's like, you want to see it? And I was like, kind, kind of. Oh, yeah. God, you would. You like yeah, seeing popped yeah. pimples and well, things like that. I mean, I was just intrigued. And it, it worked. Like, Kathy, he was what? like, yeah, look at it. Yeah. Okay. Kath, I, this is an uh, an ear cleaning kit. Uh, and okay, it comes that with like has a bobby pin an, thing? And it, and it has essentially something that is like a bobby pin. <gasps> Use this yesterday. No, because I had to use that to remove a tumor. Well, listen, I'm not jabbing it in my ear. (laughs) What's the technique? What are you supposed to be doing? Like scraping it out? Yeah, well, so I use Q tips all the time, and Dr. Mike doesn't like that, but uh, I use it because I get like you're insane. Yeah, yeah, but um, and then he's like packing in the wax. Is that what's happening? I felt like I had like packed stuff in there. So I felt like my left ear was clogged. So I kind of went in with this one gingerly to kind of go in there and see if I could like scrape any matter loose or whatever. And did you? Uh, I did not, but uh, everything sort of worked its its way out. But well, here's the the thing. The blood pushed it out. Marissa, (laughs) Marissa had, uh, you, you found, did you ask him when you saw what's the bobby pin all about and he told you or what? Oh yeah. I mean, he wasn't embarrassed whatsoever. He was actually kind of proud of it. And he's like, Q-tips are bad for you. This is amazing. And he showed me what it was. And Casey, I bet you that if you skip using a Q-tip for a while and switch over to that little device that you have right there, it's going to be amazing. I am like obsessed with ear cleaning only only because once I had them like cleaned out by an ENT where they like put all the saline in and like shoot everything out. And it was the best feeling in the world to have your ears cleaned out like that. So to see this little chunk of wax come out was, and I'm looking at Kathy's face and she's cringing and it's hilarious. Give me the methodology. Steve, you literally like put the bobby pin flat and you kind of go in, you kind of dig in and then just like drag out whatever you can. Right. Yeah, and I know what you're just, talking about. It's, I've it, done it. It's just there. And and you had said that Matt had had, uh, oh. had stated, 
I'll bet more people do this than you think. Swear to God. He looks okay. at me. He's like, I bet you there are a lot of people out there. Bobby okay. Pinners. Use a bobby, bobby pin pinners. to clean out your ear. I'm a beep ear. This is conflicting a little bit because I, I've i been told by, and I think Dr. Mike, but in the past, that um, the wax in your ears is actually a good thing. You don't want to take it all out. So what yes. is the like flushing of it, though, when you go and have it done? Because well, like, I've never it had It can get that. excessive. Yeah. Mm. So when I had it, it was... It had like build up for a while and I think uh. it might be from us wearing headphones every day that it was in there and Kathy so he like whooshed in all this saline it was like in your ears like whoosh. yeah <laughs> I've had it done it's it sounds like the loudest concert or like your your head is inside a jet engine yeah. and, and then, they do it but and it, by the way so, so like for, I had to have it done after I'd been swimming and whatever I had in there kind of got became like a plug mm-hmm. so I I noticed a a hearing loss in my right ear oh, so wow. Kathy went and they they did it and and, and Preston's right it's like a turkey baster mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> and then suddenly I can hear yeah. yeah and then you like look in the the bowl of what yep. comes out and you, you feel it. like it's going to be like this little chunk this little tiny chunk but like it feels so good when it's uh, gone mm. huh. I, I don't know about the uh, sticking of any metallic object. I do use Q-tips. I'm very, I very thin, and I don't, I don't pound it in there a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, just a quick uh, kind of move around, and that's it. Sticking something metallic deep into my ear. I, know, I, I don't know about that. I use Q-tips. Uh, I have to after the shower. You I, use I, it to dry your ear. I use it to dry I my I, ears. I kind of do that too. Yeah, I um, use a barbecue uh, fork to clean out my anus, and then. <laughs> Uh, I have them here all the time because I get itchy ears. Like, my, my ear canals get itchy, so I go in there with a Q-tip to kind of Even just a scratch? Yeah, just okay. a, yeah. Oh, I'm obsessive. Like, I have to use a Q-tip after every shower. Yeah, and if I, I go, like, a, without, a day or two without doing it, I can, like, feel the backup. It drives me but crazy. I feel like with the, the bobby pin, he's just delicate enough that he's just kind of carefully scraping the inside. It's not like he's going in and jamming and, like, dragging all the time. So Preston's sneezing now. What if he does that and he sneezes and rams it through his head. <laughs> Are you, uh, have you adopted the bobby pin method now? No, I can't wait that long. I feel like it's like a... What do you mean you can't wait that long? Because I feel like it has to build up for it's a few days. It's more of a build up, yeah. It's more of a build up and then a pull out. I need like a Q-tip every single day. I like okay. to build up and pull out too, okay? <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say uh, bobby pin was for uh, popping zits or blackheads. because She's, I've, she's I've, big into the zit. Uh, I know, I know, yeah. but uh, people use bobby pins for that very purpose, especially uh, like on your nose and like uh, oily areas or whatever. You can use a bobby pin, press it out, up against your skin, and uh, the blackhead will come out. Because well, yeah, they also, when you get a facial, they have a yep. tool that like, <laughs> pushes them all out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a child. When you said facial, I just thought of something else. But uh, Like porn. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that little contraption that I showed you, apparently Kyle just told me that that is used to uh, clean up blackheads. Okay. I, this yeah, was all what, supposed to be ear kit. just said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Well, no, no, no. This contraption. I thought you were talking about bobby pins. That, uh, no, no. They yeah, use yeah. they use a, a tool when you go to get yeah. facials. And Correct. And it's very similar to they that. A, in it. They have all kinds of weird little tools. They do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Facial I, I still haven't mastered a salad fork. I'm not going to be using this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go to uh, Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Good morning. Hey, guys. I just called last week. But when I heard Marissa talk about the bobby pin, I knew exactly what you guys were going at. Okay. Because my husband does the same exact thing. Uh-huh. And it pisses me off because I use bobby pins daily. And if uh-huh. I see one that was used, it's like, seriously? And then, like, a long time ago, I shouldn't be saying this. But he actually used a mini screwdriver one time to clean his ear. And he actually... Punctured his eardrum. Oh. He used a screwdriver to clean out his ear, and he punctured. Did he puncture his eardrum? 
he did. He went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, what are you, five? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, what are you doing that socket wrench over yeah. there? Yeah, just <laughs> cleaning out my ear. Hemorrhoids. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And, and was that yeah. permanent damage, uh, poking? Oh, no. no, it was just, like, um, mild damage, but I think a whole bunch of embarrassment afterwards. Sure, you put a stinking screwdriver in your ear. That's always been a question of mine, though. Uh, I, so an eardrum punctured. Uh-huh. When it heals, you you'll get your hearing back a hundred percent, or or how that. He, I think he's fully recovered, but his problem is his ears are constantly itchy. Yeah, so he's always using bobby pin or something that he could use because um, a Q-tip doesn't justify it. So screwdriver. I, I mean, I can't even imagine doing that. No, yeah. I would not wow. do that. Interesting. No. All right, thanks. Yes, you're welcome. I wonder if there's <laughs> if there's any anti-itch stuff you can put in your ear to keep like because case you have itchy ears. Have you ever? Uh, mm. Asked about that? No. Okay. Wonder if that might exist. Maybe Kylie Jenner offers a product. <laughs> uh, let me go to Ear Kit. Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> What's up, Laura? Good morning. Good morning. I'm really excited about this topic. Call <laughs> me Mama Monkey at home because I pick everyone's ear crap all the time. <laughs> um, but they make um, on Amazon. They have, of course, they have everything. But they have kits with little flashlights built in, mm. and you can take them. I have them in my purse right now, and um, I love picking out like all the gunk from my husband's ears. <gasps> so you, I know I'm such a mama monkey, and it, and it has a it has a uh, it has a light on it. Was it like a mining has- helmet? It has a built-in flashlight, and they're little characters. Like they're for ki- they're I guess for kids. But um, there's like a monkey one, there's a pig one, and they have flashlights built in, and the tips are interchangeable. So one of them looks very similar to a bobby pin, and um, I'm obsessed. And my husband's like, I'll try to do it in public. I'm like, I'm like a freak, and he'll be like, Can you act like a civilized human in public, please? Like, yeah, I wouldn't want someone picking on my ears. Yeah, I, I know. I'm disgusting. Laura, I, I'll bet you like uh, Dr. Pimple Popper, don't you? No, I hate <gasps> oh, Really? I would have thought the same thing. I'm shocked. No, I hate that stuff, but earwax is my jam. So if you need okay. your ears cleaned, let the, me know. You're, I you're love the gal. You're the mama monkey. What is the Mama monkey. All right. Thank you, Laura. Appreciate that. There are all these videos, if you see them on social media, of ear cleaning, of all the... Um, I don't like that stuff. I, I don't mind the Dr. Pimple Popper. I will watch it from time to time. What is the type of worm that'll get in... Um, oh, God. Not an earworm. No, but it is. It gets under the skin. Oh, I don't want to see video. <laughs> Kathy, and, and there's like, it'll be like eight or nine of them. Oh, Animals get them, and they do like a group squeezing, and they all... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they look delicious. They do. <laughs> uh, hang on, I want to go to uh, Elliot. Elliot, good morning. Matt Damon. Yes, yeah. of course. God bless him. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to weigh in. Yeah, I actually like use Q-tips for a long time. I'm in my 30s, but uh, I actually recently found this uh, kit on Amazon. Uh, it's like a silicone corkscrew tip. Okay. And I, I use that. Like that, I switched from Q-tips because like it was like kind of causing a lot of pressure. And then when I found this, it's kind of like a pretty much like a plastic stick with interchangeable silicone tips. Mm. And, and all and, you do okay. is just put it in your ear hole and just twist. And Ellie, it is meant for this purpose? It is a It is meant for ear cleaning? 
Yes, it's meant okay. for ear cleaning, yeah. Have you tried hooking it up to a drill bit, see if it works uh, that way? That's what I do. No, but uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, not a drill bit. Okay. What about a lathe? <laughs> no, no, no lathe. <laughs> just, straight, just straight screwdriver style. All right. Thanks, Elliot. Could you imagine it? putting your hand? That'd be awesome. Clamp it in there, Ma. All right, this is weird. Uh, Justin has got some kind of home remedy here for clogged ears. Justin, good morning. Big brown, Guadalupe nipples. Get sucked on by all sorts of nipples. What's up, man? It's not a home remedy. So I actually got my ears professionally cleaned. It was kind of like what Steve said, where, you know, it was swimming in a pool and, um, you know, my ear got a lot of water in it and it got compressed and I couldn't hear out of it for a while. So I went to urgent care and they were like, don't worry, we do this all the time. So they had me lay down on one side and put stool softener, liquid stool softener in my ear and hold it in there for, you know, I don't know, 30 seconds or so. And then just like Steve was saying with like the turkey baster, yeah. uh, the little, uh, the squirt bottle piece, um, you flip your head back over, over like a bowl or your sink yep. and squirt the syringe right into it with water and it cleans your ear completely out. It's, it's weird. It's going to screw with your equilibrium. You're going to feel drunk and, and, you know, a little dizzy, but I'll tell you right now, I, I could hear birds chirping from six miles away. <laughs> no, wow. it, it it is it is really an epiphany once your ears are cleaned out. Oh my god, on that I, I'm self conscious because they're like, "Do you want to do the other ear?" And I was like, "I, I don't, uh, <laughs> maybe." And they're like, "We'll give you some time." They came back in. I'm like snapping my fingers on either side to see if I heard better. So yeah, I had to get the. So other Justin, ear. they they were literally using what like over the counter stool softener. Yep, over the counter liquid stool softener. How do you get the poop in the? <laughs> wow, wow! Consult your doctor before you try that at home, friends. <laughs> uh, thank you, Justin. I'll just use a screwdriver. Appreciate it. All right, so hang on. Raz has got one that was a long time uh, standby for me. Hi, Raz. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Hey, bud. What do you clean your ears with? <laughs> Hey, I used to, you guys remember the big pens with the blue caps with the long stems on them? That was was a a complete go-to for me. Yes. Yes. I use those all the time just to get wax out if my ears are itching or anything. Well, Raz, because it's designed, it has a little bit of a scoop curve to it as well. So, right, you you scoop it out and you would see the stuff on the curve. You're like, all right, well, yeah, I did have some stuff in there. (laughs) (laughs) Another practical use for that pen cap. I use use anything to get the, the, the scratch my ears with. If I find a if I got my keys in my hand, and then I'll use a skinny key and stick stick it in my ear if my ears are itching. The keys was a classic one. Do you do you have you have an itchy ear issue, Raz? Like Casey? Yes, I do. I really okay. do. You I probably have- and I use Q-tips all the time. Also, just like everybody else said, right. I, every time I get out of the shower, I have to Q-tip. I have to. It's a must. It's no question. Raz, you probably have dry skin. So uh, there is. I've seen them sell stuff that is like an ointment for your inner ear. That's kind of like a moisturizer. That's probably the dry skin in your ears that's making it itch. It sucks when you're wearing headphones and you've yeah, got to. It really does. Yeah, when it you really have to does. scratch your ears. Thanks, Raz. Appreciate it. But actually, listen to this next caller, though, who offers it up. This up. I'm going to go to Ann. Hi, Ann. I'm trying to turn my radio off. <laughs> it's okay. It's a knob. You turn it. You there? Huh? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Uh, what's she up? What did you want to share about the, the ear thingy? Everybody I hear talking keeps saying that their ears itch and they clean their ears, the wax out all the time. You need the wax in your ear to stop it from itching. She might have a point. Yes. Dr. Dr. Mike would say that. He said that, in fact. 
I had an incessant problem with it, and I didn't even use Q-tips. And I went to the doctor, and he gave me some oil or something to put in there. But he told me it was lack of wax. Lack of wax, which is a, a kids' camp. Yeah, welcome yeah, to lack, lack of, wax, of wax, wax, everyone. <laughs> lack of wax. Um, so that so you might be exacerbating the problem by uh, by cleaning. Yeah. Your regularly. body's producing that for a reason. For a reason. I yeah. never. There was a point in my life I realized I have never felt so good when I gave up wiping my ass. Oh no, my just, gosh! Because it's just that's supposed to be there. No, mm-hmm. they, I've heard a number of people say. <laughs> now, to me. I can. I don't like that feeling that my ears. You know when you you stand alongside someone and you can see their ears are filled with wax. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It is pretty gnarly. Um, all right. So on WebMD, some reasons for itchy ears include earwax buildup. Okay, well, we so, figure that. But you don't have to worry about that because you're, you've cleaned it all out. But yeah. Ann just said it's because we don't have any earwax, and so that uh, says the opposite of that. But there's a difference yeah. between buildup and, and just a regular layer that's there. You know so, what I mean? And you know, Dr. Mike has always said that. He said, not to, you know, not to, you don't need to root around and get it all out of there. Mm. I don't know. Who the hell knows? protecting, what Dr. Mike said is protecting the ear. From bullets. So I have, uh, oh, we're just talking about lovely stuff here today. I, I have uh, psoriasis, and so one of the regular spots for that to form is actually in, in your ears? Inside your ears. Is so that right? I get, um, yeah, essentially buildup of, of, of dead skin <laughs> uh, on the inside of my ear. So I have to put medicine inside my ear canal. Okay. Mm. Um, and then that stuff loosens up, and then I kind of, you know, clean it out. Time for the stool softener. Uh, so that's, you know, I already have hearing issues so the fact that that stuff is building up in there uh it can make me my my hearing even a little bit worse so uh but i don't uh i definitely don't uh q-tip every day i just do it like i don't know every week or so or something like that i might pop in there can you go to line seven i've wondered about this thing um yes hi there jake you're on the air what's up buddy morning guys how you doing good man what's up yeah, so I have this little um, stick type thing that pairs to my phone. Mm-hmm. It's actually a camera that you can uh, stick into your ears to clean it out, and it's got a little spoon on the end. It only cost me like thirty bucks, and it works great. I, I, I see. I, ha- I have one. Do you uh, have you I've, used that I've on your ears? Never used it. Huh? Oh, this thing's great. Yeah. And and so you can see the little uh, uh, little pieces that you need to get out of there. Oh yeah, you can see everything in there. It's got like a little HD camera, and it's always facing right side up, no matter how uh, how you turn it. <laughs> how cool is that? That's awesome. I think I want to get one. I, yeah. I want to see what's in my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate my urethra. But it was interesting because Marissa brought it up because she had never heard of this before, and her husband had a bobby pin just laying out there. What's that for? Oh, I, I clean my ears out. With. Yeah. Yeah, I have something to tell you. Uh, hang on, here are some other things. Let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you, man. What's up, Joe? Yeah, so all these tools that everyone's talking about, the pen cap, they're good tools. The screwdriver, great tool. <laughs> um, but a mini paperclip, nice little metallic tool, little yeah. little scoop, nice rounded edge. So you, cool. Yeah, so you do the smart thing. You're going to take the rounded edge and use it as sort of like a like a rake a little bit, right? Exactly. Okay. And, and you know, it's big enough so it doesn't go too far in either. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's That's the, the key. bobby pen. Yeah. I've, I've done that before. I will do that from time to time. Uh, Steve, somebody wants to answer the, uh, the, the worm things you were talking about? Yes, yeah. Hi, Steve. You're on the air. Good morning. Big brown guatemala. <laughs> oh, we already did it. on by all sorts of people. What's up, Steve? <laughs> hey, sorry about that. Oh, sorry about so it. those are the little worm clusters you're talking about. They yes. are uh, mango worms. They're called mango worms. They are from uh, usually when you're 
laying down in areas that you uh, defecate in. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're common in third world countries, and they are. We're looking at pictures of them. Oh, my Dude. God. That is horrible. And then that will the, haunt my dreams. Horrible. Forever and ever. Mango oh, worms. For, uh, yeah. With oh. And then when they were, and you've seen the video when they removed them, right? I have not. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, That's I disgusting. Think I and then they put them in an Italian wedding suit. Oh, Gross. quick, show the guy breaking his leg. Uh, show the video of the guy breaking yeah, his leg. From the, okay. <laughs> I saw that. Just, yeah, that. That's the only way to unsee that crap. Mango worms. Oh, you saw what? No, I just, I saw just enough for it to haunt my... Forever. For You can't unsee that. I just that. stopped thinking about that uh, nipple thing, you know? Yeah. I know you're, yeah. you're <laughs> talking about the thing that looks like a nipple with all the little different yeah. bugs yeah. coming out yeah, of it yeah. or whatever. I just stopped oh. thinking about that, and now I got Ooh. this stupid thing. All right, the video's running of the guy's leg breaking. By Don't the way, do you, do you know what they, and this is not a dad joke, do you know what they call bobby pins in England? Uh, no. It's not a dad joke. They're called Kirby Grips. Kirby Grips? Yeah. So, okay. so a good Quizzo question. So, Casey, is the bobby pin is the derivation from the bobby, the, the British police officer? That's a good, well, no, nah, because they don't even call it bobby pins over yeah. there. But, but I'm saying, uh, yeah. yeah. You know what they originally I, called Q-tips? Bobby tips. <laughs> bobby tips. No. And this would be a good for Quizzo's. They're called baby gays. I did oh. know that. Yeah. I did know that. I don't All know right. why, but that was the name of them. Nick yeah. is looking up Bobby Pin and why they call it a Bobby uh, uh, Bob Hairstyles. For Bob, Bob Hairstyles. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, because you can pin the hair up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And make it a Bob. Okay. Hey, Bob. Bob! 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 Bobby! That's it. That's, it. That's a That's Bobby it. Pin. Bobby Pin. Bobby! Well, we had a pin clip. We could put the two together. Well, no, you don't use a bobby pin to clean out your ears. <laughs> Perforate your yeah, eardrum. Yeah. You bleed. You'll um, end up stupid like Alice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> when we were driving across the country last year, Kyle got part of his uh, earbuds stuck in I his rem- ear. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I can't remember how we, I think we had to like stop at a <clears throat> CVS or something like that to get tweezers to pull it out and maybe even a truck stop. But I had accidentally stuck uh, uh, the earwax in my ear uh, for like swimming. Oh. I put it in too far. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and then I had to go to urgent care for them to take it out because I couldn't get it out. And, and then, that's yeah. did it. They, did they use like mini like tweezers or forceps or something I, yeah, to get it out? Or? Almost like needle nose pliers they used to they get They used mango out. worms. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but he kept... <laughs> <laughs> we have to put leeches and mango worms yeah, in there and suck it all And out. then some fecal matter and then stool softener. <laughs> I'm not sure. Am I, is this really, is this legit? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Anytime you get something in your ear, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Uh, same thing with your nose. My uh, uh, friend of ours uh, this, uh, uh, that we live by, and I was only like, you know, maybe in first grade or whatever. My buddy's little sister would always shove stuff up her nose, and she did. She got some tinfoil, and it was rolled into a little ball, ball wedged way uh, up in her nose. I was never one of those kids. And, no. of course, my, my dad was there to help, being the doctor that he uh, is not. Yeah. And I remember Brooke laying on the, on the dining room table, kicking with her legs up in the air as my dad is shoving tweezers up her nose as far as it could go. Uh, we don't need to go to yeah. the hospital. Raise your hand if I hit your brain, Brian. Yeah. My brother, my older brother, and I don't know if it was one, both nostrils or one nostril, but he got a thumbtack stuck up there when he was a kid. It's yeah. not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Not uncommon. Or the push pins. Yeah. The plastic little, little ones you put into a bulletin yeah. board. Yeah. Is that what I don't the know if it was the plastic one or the um, or a thumbtack button one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember those little super mini cars, like micro machines? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, uh, the tires. Yeah, well, yeah. The kid. I remember the kid. I didn't forget where it was, but had it wedged up his nose. You should try to shove grapes up our nose. <laughs> remember that scene in Total Recall where uh, Arnold pulls this this absurdly large oh yeah sensor that tracker like, thing out of his nose. You didn't know that was in your head. Yeah. it's the size of a hardball. That was up there. I should have used the bobby pin. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He, he was just like this guided mechanism to <laughs> go up and pull it out. Uh, let's see. We only have time for a couple more quick calls. Yep. Let me go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, um, Casey, do you know what Murphy's Law is? Yeah, anything that can happen will happen. Yeah. Do you know what Cole's Law is? <laughs> no. Thinly sliced cabbage with mayonnaise. Oh, okay. <laughs> then that makes perfect sense. There's a dad joke for you. That was really I good. Liked, I like that. <laughs> Cole's Law and Murphy's Law. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I, like I, I can't believe uh, nobody mentioned this yet before, but the uh, the earwax candles. Has anybody tried that? We we actually, I think we did it on the air, yeah. I believe. And it, it, It's an old sort of... Um, I hear... That it's a bunch of bunk. An Amish thing where you, you light the candle mm-hmm. and it will start, it will draw out the, um, the, the wax in your ears. Uh, and some people swear by it. Some people say it doesn't work at all. Have you had success with it? I love it. It, it feels like it clears out your whole, like it's all the way to your brain almost. Like it clears uh, out your brain. Really clear, <laughs> like it feels like your ears are breathing better. I like my ears breathing. Do you see the actual wax come out? Oh, yeah, you got to cut it open, and you have to watch YouTube videos. But can't right. they, they say that the, that is the wax from the actual candle yeah. that I've heard. So and the jury's kind of out on that. But Chris, if it works Would for you, you yes. rock on, buddy. Even if it's a placebo. It and thank you for the Cole's Law thing. That was <laughs> great. I love that. All right, one more call because Morgan is a medical assistant, does this uh, type of thing for a living. Hi, Morgan. Good morning. Morgan. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't turn it up. Morgan, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up, Morgan? So, yes, I work as a medical assistant for a family practice, and this is a huge part of our job. We use this little water pick device that essentially shoots water into ears, and we catch it all the wax in a little bucket, and it's by far one of my favorite parts of the job. It is so satisfying, <laughs> instant satisfaction. Um, we've seen some weird things in people's ears, wood chips. I've had, like, seeds from a tree before. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the job. <laughs> all right. So, Morgan, you, you, so you're using something similar to a water pick? Yeah, it's basically this little battery-operated machine that has room-temperature water in it, and it just high-power shoots it into the ear, and all this wax gets caught into a bucket. Because my, my water pick shoots pretty heavy-duty. I, I wonder if that would hurt shooting into my ear, you know? I mean, yeah. so... Oh, I wouldn't recommend using your actual water, water pick. pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe not a water pick. Consult your an ice pick. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I've had it done, literally, it was, it was a plunger. It was like a yes. like a like a large uh, syringe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. thank you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Morgan Morgan loves her job. That's her favorite part, cleaning people's ears out. The mango worms. How satisfying that is. So, uh, all right. Well, apparently, uh, Marissa found out this little tidbit of information from her husband, and it's what happens when you get married. Sometimes you find out that people clean things out with bobby pins. They're not separated. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you for sharing, and uh, hopefully, uh, you got some satisfaction out of hearing other people (laughs) and their ear issues. Uh, We do need to break, but let's give away 
a $25 Rita's Water Ice gift card. Call number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Rita's is still open and serving up delicious, one-of-a-kind frozen treats. You can head to Rita's and stock up on uh, refreshing Italian ice to enjoy at home all winter long, by the way. So we'll take that caller now and we'll set you up 215-263-WMMR. And if you don't win that, don't worry, because we got a $1,000 giveaway with Crumb Bum Cash when we get back. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I think, Case, we need to flip those two oh things so that we can do crumb bum cash. I want to make sure that we have your chance to win $1,000 and have it right now. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. That word would be result. That's what you have to enter, R-E-S-U-L-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. Enter it at WMMR.com or via the MMR app or via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and each winner will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon services. So, the word again is result. R-E-S-U-L-T. Enter it now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. 
Brought to you this morning by the Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group. Don't miss Red Robin's $10 Tavern Bundle, which includes your choice of any tavern double burger plus bottomless fries and beverage. Dine-in only and available at only at participating Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group locations. Well, an unidentified football fan who was naked and covered in human excrement was discovered in a construction site hole near the Buffalo Bills home opener on Sunday. Huh. The extent of his injuries was a cut on his forehead. Hi. The unnamed fan is a 29-year-old male who jumped over a fence by the stadium construction site on the west side of Highmark Stadium. He fell 30 to 40 feet. Oh, wow. I'm your fan. And sustained only a cut on his forehead. But there's more. The fan was naked and covered in human excrement. Maybe that's what saved him. That he had found in an on-site porta potty oh. a double whammy. As you can probably assume, he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol, a combo of LSD, cocaine, and marijuana. Someone let this perfectly good excrement here. Once the rescue team arrived on the scene, it took approximately 20 minutes to get the fan out of the hole and to Erie County Medical Center, where he was treated for a short time before being transferred to Buffalo General. There was no mention of how long the man was trapped in the hole, although the thread does state that the first call concerning the man came in at 12.18 local time. Uh, he's still being evaluated and has been issued an appearance, a ticket in the town of Orchard Park for criminal trespass. In a harrowing incident reported by the New York Post, a woman from California has undergone the amputation of all four of her limbs after consuming tilapia fish that was contaminated with a deadly bacterium. This freaked me out because I like tilapia. Uh, the victim, Laura Barajas, a 40-year-old mother, fell seriously ill after consuming the fish that she had purchased from a local market and prepared at her home. Uh, Barajas began experience illness several days after consuming the tilapia. As recounted by her friend Anna Messina, investigators revealed that uh, Vibrio vul- vulnificus, a deadly bacterium, had been found in raw seafood and seawater, or had, that that is found in raw seafood and seawater, uh, has infected her after she had ingested the undercooked fish. The fish, this infest- infection, led to her hospitalization for two months and most recently life-saving surgery. A quadruple amputation. That's correct. Messina described the severity of the situation, stating she almost lost her life. She was on a respirator that wow. put her in a medically induced coma. Her fingers were black. Her feet were black. Her bottom lip was black. She had complete sepsis, and her kidneys were failing. It's just been really heavy on all of us. It's terrible. Um, so, the, according to the New York Post, there are approximately 150 to 200 cases of uh, Vibrio uh, vulnificus reported in the United States every year, with roughly one in five of those infected succumbing to the disease. God almighty. Yep, yep. And I've had several stories, actually, that I haven't even reported on, on uh, people eating uh, oysters and things like that who have uh, been you know, killed from uh, yeah. a bacterium that is uh, that is in uh, like brackish water, which is where those things live. So it's pretty messed up. You got to be careful. A man convicted of attacking other motorists with a metal pole last year and earlier this year was sentenced to five years in prison this week. Yes. According to Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Yeah, this is I a, remember this guy. It's a follow-up story. There's video footage of him. Oh, yeah. Nathaniel Walter Radimak was identified as the attacker in the incidents in 2022. Before this most recent spree, he had faced charges in a 2020 road rage case in Hollywood, during which police reportedly found steroids and more than $30,000 in cash in his car. Oh, boy. The DA's office said that these attacks, in which he would exit his Tesla in the roadway and attack other vehicles with a metal pole, were not the only time that he has faced charges. He's been... <laughs> 
He has been terrorizing drivers for years and has a lengthy criminal history which spans nearly two decades and crosses multiple states. He's a raving lunatic. The district attorney said motorists in Los Angeles shouldn't have to live in fear of being attacked while simply driving on the freeway. So this guy's going to jail for five years. Good. Bye-bye, douchebag. A Canadian woman received a delivery of 1,020 condoms that she claims she did not order. Sure. Jolie Angelhart received an email from Amazon regarding the package, but she thought that it was a fake. Uh, she said, we automatically assume the email was a scam because it was not something that we would purchase. We received this box that contained 30 boxes of condoms that had 34 in each package. That's pretty cool. And we had no idea why they were sent to us. Is it the new publisher's clearinghouse giveaway? No. More surprisingly, her credit card was charged $495 for the order as well. So she ended up having to pay for that. Some experts speculate this was part of a brushing scam, which uh, helps sellers boost the number of positive reviews for yes. their products. So yeah. it can happen. A tourist in Egypt has lost an arm in a shark attack after allegedly mistaking the predator for a tuna. Oh, my God. The female tourist had to have her left arm amputated as she was bitten while swimming with a friend. That was an aggressive tuna. Uh, she was rescued from the sea unconscious and was taken to the hospital. Her condition was later described as stable. Reports say initially she mistook the shark for a tuna. Beachgoers fled the sea after the attack. A two-hour search with harpoons failed to locate the shark despite the uh, sightings. And uh, the beach was closed by the authorities in the wake of the Maybe attack. Maybe a couple more nature specials before she goes back in the water. Probably. All right, how about this? This is uh, this would suck. Uh, well, getting your arm bitten off by a shark would That's suck, too. Bad this, too is, yeah. this is a different kind <laughs> yeah. of suck. The parking garage of a hospital, this is in Florida, collapsed on Wednesday in Jacksonville, trapping over 100 cars belonging to hospital staff and patients. I mean, nobody was hurt during the collapse, but the car owners were told their vehicles are going to have to stay there pending a full investigation by engineers, and they have no idea how long it's going to take. They can't get their vehicles. Yeah, so just when that's going to happen is unclear, however, uh, and the unlucky owners are now being told their cars are indefinitely stuck. Uh, the cause of the structural failure at the garage is still unknown. A representative with the hospital that owns the garage refused to answer any questions until the investigation proceeds. And first responders could only provide details about the rescue operation that follows in the aftermath. That sucks. Yeah, your car is stuck yeah. there. There's nothing you can do about it. All right, and that is what we have in the bizarre file this morning for you. So we have a couple of guests that just made their way in here. Um, they have an event that is coming up, and it's with an organization we love to death, MANA. Oh, absolutely. We have in every single year, especially around Thanksgiving, for the pies and all of that. Uh, but they have the main course event, which is coming up on Thursday, and it'll be at V by uh, Chess Cafe. And we would like to welcome to our studio this morning, uh, they are the people behind Honeysuckle Provisions. This is Omar Tate and Sybil St. Odd Tate. Oh, yeah. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thanks Good morning. for being here. Did I say that right, Sybil? St. Odd? Okay, cool. Uh, Nice to meet you guys. First of all, before we get into the event, uh, Honeysuckle Provisions, for those who aren't familiar, can you bring us up to speed on that? Yeah, we're um, we're an Afrocentric grocery cafe in West Philly at 48th and Pine. So um, we sell some of the best pastries, bread, hot and cold food to go. We're also a grocery and we sell retail products that... um, 
you know, represent both civil and ice culture. Oh, cool. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And you guys are trying to get, you know, better products, fresher foods, things like that into the community? Yeah, we work with a lot of uh, farmers, particularly black farmers in the um, in the region, in the New Jersey, Philly region. So um, primarily we source exclusively from them and then also from other really great farmers throughout, uh, throughout the state. And so we just want to get folks in that area access to fresh ingredients. It makes a huge difference. It yeah. makes a huge difference getting, I mean, farm. Yeah, everything's <laughs> You have your own farm, too? Yeah, own really? Farm. Oh, nice. <laughs> where, where's your farm? It's in Bucks County. Okay. Yeah. I tried growing stuff for the first time this year. <laughs> Tomatoes and uh, cucumbers oh. and uh, cabbage. Went pretty well. Wow, Not great, but yeah, pre- yeah the cabbage was yeah. awesome. So trying to get into the whole grow your own stuff thing. You yeah. thought it was cabbage, but it turned out to be a shark press. I know. It <laughs> hit my arm. It was horrible. Uh, but uh, so the event I had mentioned, main course, uh, coming up on Thursday. This is one of those events where you want great food. This is where you want to go, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So as co-chairs, we were responsible for kind of uh, gathering a bunch of chefs who would be present and kind of presenting their food. And luckily for us, we've got some good friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to drop a few names? Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. So um, we have uh, Alex Kemp of Mylou and his newly uh, wife, Amanda Shulman, of her place cooking. Uh, we got Kurt Evans. We've got James Beardfellows, Tony Hicks, and Jacob Trin. Nice. Yeah. Fans from uh, Tabla Tabla Choy. Choy. Yeah. Um, We have uh, Marcy Turner from Darling Jacks. Uh, we have the folks from Mushulu. We have... Who are we missing? Um, I don't know, but I will say that Philadelphia has had a great time this year in the food industry. Yeah. So, uh, lots of folks who were nominated for a James Beard Award. Um, Amanda Shulman was recently named one of Food & Wine's best chefs. Best so, chefs, yeah. Yeah, you know, so folks are definitely guaranteed to have a, a knockout time. Well, Amanda's mission is, is amazing, and we keep singing his praises they have for many years. I mean, the whole concept of the way it started and, and the way it's expanded, and uh, it provides a, a real essential lifeline. Explain what mana means to both of you guys. I mean, mana has been around since 1990, and they've fed 21 million people. 21 million. Yeah, that's wow. a that's a that's a big number. And yeah. For us, when we started, kind of honeysuckle and what we wanted to do, uh, mana was one of those organizations we looked at. Like, okay, this is this is goals, right? This is this is eventually what we want to work towards. We want to feed people. We want to empower people to make better food decisions, change their relationships to food, and MANA does that out of the kindness of their heart. Literal lifeline. Yeah. And, uh, you know, more than just food, dropping off food, it's, you know, the, the interaction with people who need them in that in that critical time. Uh, it's it's amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how long is, uh, have you guys had uh, Honeysuckle Provisions uh, operating? Um, we've been open since October 29th of last year. So okay. Yeah, we're about to hit a Coming year. up on your one year? Mm-hmm. So far, so good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah people, people like it. That's awesome. <laughs> and are, are you guys chefs yourselves? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Any, or do you have any, uh, your hands in the restaurant world around Philadelphia? Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm born and raised in Philly and started my career here. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Fork alumni. Shout out Ellen Yin. Who's okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I worked at, uh, uh, man, what is that? Budokan. Worked at Budokan. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Budokan has a little bit of cred. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time, you know. And then uh, um, Sybil and I, we actually met in Charleston um, at Charleston Food and Wine in 2020. And we got married that same year. So. Wow. Yeah, married in the Met, same year. Married, started our business. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and then like four months later, had a 
bait. <laughs> so you guys don't yeah. mess around, or you do mess yeah. around. <laughs> I should say, yeah. with each other nice. anyway. Nice. Uh, so this event is coming up on Thursday at 6 to 10 p.m., and it's uh, it's one of those um, come and just sample a little bit from everybody. Is that how it's being parsed out? Yeah, yeah. We separated it into breakfast. Uh, I'm sorry, breakfast. Ooh, but yeah. zero my mind. Uh, an appetizer, entree, and then um, the dessert portion, which is really cool. We have New June Bakery, which is a very mm-hmm. popular uh, bakery here in Philly, and uh, Dream, Dream World, World makes. Yeah, so um, it's it's really nice. You get to sample a little bit from everybody. It's a nice representation of the, what the folks do in their restaurants and and at their events. So these things are great, especially for that yeah. for that sampling thing and finding out where your your next favorite restaurant is going to be. But right. yeah, and again, the cost could not be better. Yeah. Um, do you guys know how many uh, uh, tickets you have to get them in advance? Is that manapa.org? Yep, manapa.org backslash main course 23. Um, okay. Tickets are on sale up until tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. So All right. Time's, time's essential. Yeah. MB's yeah. a great place. I've been to some events there. They they really know how to put that on. So, um, yeah. And, and if you can help out Mana, that'd be wonderful. Go to this event. It's on Thursday night. Weather's looking really good. Marissa's going to be there, right? Marissa's Marissa will hosting. Be, of course. Oh, she's yeah, at, you're she's hosting. Insane. That's fantastic. Should be performing the music at Jelly Roll, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's wow. cool. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. I mean, they have so many live auctions. You could possibly win a trip to um, Spain. What? Uh, Spain? Or... That's another country. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and sometimes, I don't know about this event in particular, but sometimes there'll be like, uh, you know, private dinners from chefs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our auctions is a private dinner with us. So. On our farm. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Go to the farm. Yeah. What's the name of your farm? Is it South Fork or what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we um we have a small plot on um, Plowshare Farm, which is a very common farm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Absolutely. Th- so. Those those uh, those sharing farms are, are very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an easier way to get into it with a lot less, you know, risk and overhead. So if you press the <laughs> mic, you know, scale up real quick. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah it gives you that option without, you know, the, the, the massive overhead. Yeah. You know? um, does Honeysuckle Provisions, you guys have a social media or uh, where? how can people find you? Yeah, so we're at Honeysuckle underscore Provisions on okay. Instagram, Facebook. All yeah. right, excellent. We'll put the word out Thursday night at uh, V by Chess Cafe. It's called uh, Mana Main Course 2023. So Omar and Sybil, good luck with everything. Thanks Thank for coming so by here this Thanks morning. We appreciate it. All right, Omar and Sybil, yeah, let's have fun. Right. We'll take a break and we will be right back. That information, by the way, at PrestonandSteve.com if you need to grab it. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Do you work with your hands? Join the MM Army tomorrow from 1030 to 1230 as PHDC and Jeb's Orleans Technical College host a mega building trades and construction hiring fair at Orleans Tech, 2770 Red Lion Road in Northeast Philly. Thursday from 7 to 9, KC Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Ryan's Pub, 124 West Gay Street in Westchester with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. Uh, let me see. There's something I want to tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a big freaking deal I want to tell oh, you about. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can get two tickets to the Bates Motel for 50 bucks. Love it. How yeah. sweet is that? Um, of course, uh, Bates Motel is, and, and this deal is only good through October 1st. Uh, so you can go to WMMR.com, use the keyword deal, and then you can experience terror like never before at haunted attractions like an award-winning hayride, a frightening cornfield, and the infamous Bates Motel. It's 
it's just about as state of the art as you can get. So while those last, get two tickets uh, for just fifty bucks, and that's what we do at the big freaking deal. We give it like the half off on all this stuff. Yeah, so take advantage of it. Always check that out. All right. Besides that going on, there's some other things in and around our area. It's the city beat, baby. So we're gonna wow, wow. <laughs> he beats his meat. I mean, he pounds the beat. It's Preston Elliott. <sighs> check out those feet. <laughs> um, the final stage. Of the $400 million Wells Fargo Center transformation has begun. You guys noticed the paint job? I've not seen no. it yet. I've only read about it here. It looks different. And yeah. uh, I couldn't quite figure out what it was because it's not a drastic difference. And I was down there for a ball game not that long ago and I looked at the building and I was like, wait a minute, this is a different color than it used to so be. So outside. Outside, yeah. I mean, they're doing a ton of stuff inside too, but yes. they, they uh, did some outside work and, and it's noticeable. I went by. million, man? Dude, I went by there. I went to the Duran Duran concert and I did notice something. Um, no, not the noticer. Oh, no. Don't do it. No, oh, he's no. also the noticer. He's <laughs> pounding his meat and he's noticing the beat and then on the feet and stuff like that. So they are, they're doing some massive renovations to the outside, like Nick said, and the area where my brick was, <gasps> they're all gone. Are you? So Wait, what happened to those I bricks? Know. I don't know. I have a brick too. Yeah. You were not. just another brick in the floor. So I would imagine they have those cataloged and set aside and ready to move back. Oh. But Nick, over by the VIP <laughs> entrance area. Yes. Yeah, that's Not what... the VIP. Um, uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, the, the side that's facing the um, uh, Xfinity Live. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. a VIP entrance. Okay, yeah. so over there, a little bit to the right of that, they've ripped up that whole area, and they're building an overhang. Okay. Uh, it's it's. I like what they're doing, but... I think they'll the, find a place to the put it. The bricks are all gone. Yeah. yeah I mean, or people, they're in the trash. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they would, yeah well, they wouldn't do that because people paid for the, the, yeah, and, yeah. and those are sentimental to a lot of people. And I they're think supposed it, to be there for the duration. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that they, they would, at the very least, offer your brick to you. Right. You right. would think. Well, <laughs> I don't know because, you know, mine was a gift. So the guy that bought it for me, you know. He would be uh, the contact. He'd be the contact. I don't know if the, the Wells Fargo Center would reach out to him. And it was probably 25 <sighs> years ago. You might end up brickless. I might end up brickless. Mine is on um, Broad Street side, uh, sort of in the corner closest to Xfinity Live. I love I love what they're doing with the outside. Uh, I love what they've done with the inside. And I love this big screen they have planned for Preston, which is uh, very cool. But this is what's crazy here is um, this was $400 million. I was watching the Patriots game the other day, and they had a huge renovation at their stadium, and that was only two hundred and fifty million. Okay, and that's a you know a bigger stadium, it's a you know bigger venue. So I don't know, but well, I don't know if if the changes there were as extensive as what's going. I mean, they I feel like they've done every single square inch of this place. Well, the so, city beater will tell you the last part of the multi year project, which by the way is completely privately funded. Wow, somebody's putting up four hundred million dollars, huh. uh, including upgrades and advancements to the exterior of the arena and improvements to the parking, it was announced uh, m- this last Monday uh, that the Wells Fargo Center will add three LED digital boards to the outside as well as customizable strut lighting. I love this. And three canopies at guest entryway. So the outside of the venue will adopt whatever event is going on inside that night. It will look cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was at the Eagles game on Thursday night and as I was walking you know, past the, the uh, complex here, the line to get into Xfinity Live, Xfinity Live is insane. Yeah, and there and it's, so, it's coming to its own. Finally, it, it really has. It's awesome. Yeah, um, but as I was walking past, I mean, the, the line was crazy, but there were already people in there. It was already packed. I'm like, these people, 
I, I don't know if they're going to get in. Well, is there a case to be made? You remember that original plan way back when they were showing the whole thing with a hotel and like a, like a like almost like a, a mall, like a shopping mall. Yeah, that's uh, not going to happen. Yeah. So, but is there a case to be made for an expansion of Xfinity Live itself that you could? Well, you know, because if it's this kind of demand, yeah. What I was wondering I mean, is that that eSports Center is not yeah. happening. But what I was wondering is why. Why doesn't the Wells Fargo Center open its doors for watching parties? I mean, they, 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 they do it from time to time. But they I'm saying, it like, for the uh, Phil's playoffs last year, you could go in and watch some of the games, and some of it. Um, yeah, but I was saying know, on the regular, like they do it for special. Uh, well, the, and they'll do like it that. when there's already another event happening. I agree with you, Casey. Like, if they, I think last year, a couple times when the Phil's were um, in the playoffs, either a Sixers game was going on or a concert or something there that night in the building that night, and so you could go to the, um, the you know the bars. On the downstairs level of the Wells Fargo Center, watch the Phillies game, and then go into the event. So basically, all they did was open up their doors early and bring yeah. in, you know, service and stuff. Why don't they do it year round? Right. But by the way, before I continue on the um, improvements on the Wells Fargo Center, is this text reminding me to bring, bring this up to you at the MMRBQ? Yeah. When you guys were pulling up to the parking <clears throat> lot, did you see the signs that said fifty dollars for parking? I did not. I did, yes. That yeah, I was talking is outrageous. I was talking to somebody who <laughs> she was like, "Well, you know, it was great. It was only, it, it was fifty dollars to park." That's ridiculous. I was like, fifty dollars. That's insane. And that was it was forty, I guess, to park across the street and fifty to be closer. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it is. Stop and think about that, man. man. It is. It is. It's commensurate with the cost. <laughs> Uh, uh, you go to a concert; it's it's equal the cost of your tickets. Yeah, the Eagles parking I think was forty or forty five dollars on Thursday, night, and I, I park at FDR Park. Now, well, listen, also like, the Eagles parking was cheaper, right? But if you, <laughs> but that was also far away. Uh, right, you know, right, I don't right. know if, if you have to pay more for premium parking, but you also got to figure like most people aren't driving alone, so everybody bucks up like I don't know. 10, no, 15, no, 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 I know, I know, no, that's it's. The ticket price alone to the event is ridiculous, and then to well, to and then, I'm, I'm just blanketly I'm, yeah. I'm saying to any event you go to these days, it's very very expensive. Production costs, I get it. Everything costs a lot of money to put on these shows, but now fifty dollars to park your goddamn car. Well, here's something it's interesting. Insulting. The uh, when I was in Phoenix last or two two years ago for the Fish concert, and then I also went to a football game at the stadium. Parking was free at both places. Now. Uh, so the one place was uh, Act Chin. I think it's called Talking Sticks Pavilion. Now, I think the venue owns the parking. I don't know if that's the case in Camden. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that that's the case in Philadelphia as, as well. So yeah. when – and they may build that into the ticket price. So let's say your ticket would normally cost $50. Well, now the ticket's $55 because they take into account parking or something along those lines. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, anyhow, back to the Wells Fargo Center yeah. and, yes. and the improvements they're doing. So debuting in the fall – Excuse me. Both of the Broad Street entrances to the parking lot will be upgraded. Rather than four lanes with individual points of service, there will now be six lanes with two points of service from each, which essentially triples the number of cars who can be helped at a time. Well, no, I'm done with that. That's well, good. The parking situation for Sixers games, I, I'm not a season ticket holder anymore, and it was just strictly because I, I can't stand getting in and out of that parking lot anymore. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Um, but that's almost any crowded parking lot, you know, for uh, any kind of sporting event. Uh, LED boards on the northeast and northwest 
southwest corners of the arena and the south facade are being put in. The boards are uh, designed by ANC and stand just under 35 feet tall. Uh, together, the three add 10,500 square feet of digital screening on the outside That's of the building. Pretty awesome. Uh, the strut lighting adds 1,000 feet of new lighting on all four corners of the building that will allow the arena to decorate the arena in a solid color like Flyers Orange, 76ers Blue, and so on. Also with a one-minute video loop uh, as well. And so that's going to make it look really kinetic. Active, kinetic. And active, yeah. And between that and, and Citizens Bank, that screen... Yeah. You'll be able to see this thing from space. Uh, the current LED light system, which uh, lights the uh, what they call the eyebrow of the arena roof. It's that colored yep. strip that goes around that curvy thing. I think it looks like a Pringle chip up there. <laughs> uh, will be replaced to coordinate with the new strut lighting system. Uh, guests visiting the arena will soon have more luxurious entrance experiences as well. Luxurious, huh? The three new canopies located at the Broad Street entrance, 11th Street entrance, and premium access entry will be heated and will have audio capabilities. Uh, they will provide ease of entry as fans head toward the new security screening and evolved technology that the Wells Fargo Center had added last April as well. So, and that four hundred million dollar price tag—that's the extent of the renovations over like the that's last. The whole thing, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what's been going on for I guess the past couple of years, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't go to a ton of arenas in other cities, but um, what they've done there to me has been really impressive. I, I I probably was a little cynical at first, and I you know I saw the price tag and the amount of time it was going to take or whatever. I love that building. I, I think they've done a fantastic job with it. I understand why the Sixers would want a new building. I get the sort of the ego attached to it and building in Center City and whatever, but the Sixers have a great building in South Philly. Yeah, yeah. It, looks, you know, it looks wonderful. It, yeah. Because of the upgrades they've done, uh, I've never, you know, because it's been around for a while yeah, now. yeah. I, I haven't looked at it and gone, that thing's out of date. Exactly. You know, at all. Right. It feels good. It, you know, it's been there since 96 and, uh, you know, new, or I mean, cities put up new stadiums and new arenas all the time and sort of seem like they cave to the pressure of the teams. Uh, I'm, I'm very fascinated to see what happens with the Sixers over the next decade. Yep. <sighs> all right. So, thought I'd pass that along. Yes. We're going to move along. Right now, that's all we have to see here, Your folks. city beater. All right. Uh, another city beating. City. Not city beating. <laughs> 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 More city meetings. Beating stories out of the city. Kyle Chessman was clubbed outside of me. Uh, at Drexel University, an upcoming exhibit will examine 50 years of the Electric Factory and the agency that raised the bar for live music on the East Coast. It is called Electrified, and it starts on the 22nd and will run <laughs> Electrified, Stultified, Horrified, Purified. Uh, so anyhow, it'll run through December 30th at the Paul Peck Alumni Center Gallery and uh, Bazone or B- Base One Bazinga uh, <laughs> Research Center. I don't know. And we'll showcase a collection of photos, posters, concert apparel, and guitars that were played at EFC shows in Philadelphia. Among them will be Bruce Springsteen's iconic Fender Telecaster from the cover of Born to Run. Wow. And Mick Taylor's guitar from the Rolling Stones' uh, stop at the Spectrum in 1972. Seen a number of shows at the Electric Factory. Other sections of the exhibit will focus on the venue's early years, its sound systems, some of its major concerts, and an interactive area where people can uh, decorate virtual guitars. You know, it's one of my weirdest and, and the most fun memories of the electric factory, the mini golf. Remember the uh, the the mini masters? Mi- yeah, the mini masters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we oh had it God. at the electric factory. I about that. Yeah. 
Uh, the original electric factory and flea market opened in February 1968 at the site of the former tire warehouse. General Manager Larry Maggot, then 26 years old, had been approached by his brothers Herb, Jerry, and Alan Spivak, or the, they were brothers, not yeah. brothers to him, uh, to lease the building, which the four did together in its first three months. The electric factory do sensational acts like Jimi Hendrix, Cream, and Kathy's mom, Janis Joplin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the venue had a capacity of about 2,500 people. Uh, the idea for this exhibit surfaced before the pandemic and evolved over several years. The original concept was meant to focus on Electric Factory posters and photographs held in collections owned by the libraries of Drexel and Temple Universities. Uh, photos on display of the exhibit include shots from a Grateful Dead concert at the Electric Factory in 1969. Uh, it was in 75 the company bought the legendary Tower Theater in Upper Darby. In 85, EFC reached a world stage when it, uh, uh, the company produced Live Aid at JFK Stadium in South Philly. So Crazy. you had everybody, Beach Boys, Madonna, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Neil Young, Patti LaBelle, Reunited Led Zeppelin, all played massive uh, uh, you know, sets to the, uh, to the benefit. Uh, by the early 1990s, EFC had established its presence and expertise in the concert business. A new wave of grunge, metal, and pop-punk bands were surging in popularity, and that's when they decided to purchase the building at 7th and Willow Street, the former General Electric switchgear plant, and turn that into the new electric factory in 1995. So that's the one that I always went to. Um, and uh, they said it, uh, Maggot said it worked a lot better than the first factory. Uh, in 2017, they sold the building for $20.1 million, and it was later acquired by uh, Bowery Presents, which continues to operate as Franklin Music Hall. Uh, so if you are interested in uh, the history of uh, not only the Electric Factory, but Electric Factory concerts... It's a rich history. That display is coming up. So it will run... It's called Electrified, 50 Years of Electric Factory. Uh, Wednesday through Friday from 1 to 7 p.m. and Saturdays from noon to 5 at the Paul Peck Alumni Center Gallery, uh, which is at 32nd and Market Street. Any show stand out that you saw at the Electric Factory? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there were, you? A few, there were a few of them. Um, I saw Bon Jovi there once. They were taping a special, and uh, Steve, they did one of those things where because they were recording it, um, they came out on stage more than once. Right. The crowd reaction the first time around wasn't what John wanted it to be. Right, yeah. But I mean, it, you know, I, I'm not a huge Bon Jovi fan, but I, I like them. And to see them in that room, that oh, was really cool. It's the best. Uh, Marilyn Manson was pretty wild. Wow. Uh, there at Electric Factory, I saw that. The, the DRE uh, Bitterfest, which is when that radio station uh, was the night we signed off the air. And we had a concert live there. And, and uh, G-Love was the headliner. And uh, Fun uh, Fun Loving Criminals was the uh, one of the other bands. I forgot who else played. But I, I played on stage that night. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, I remember seeing Soul Coughing there. And oh, wow. Bush and, um, one of my favorite concerts of all time I saw there was uh, The Killers. Okay. The Electric yeah. Factory, yeah. Um, Beastie Boys announced a show on a Monday and played on a Wednesday, and I, I saw that. That wow. was pretty cool. So, And you could only get the tickets at the venue, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Casey, you and I saw Mumford & Sons there. That was a really good show. That was that right was. before they became like huge, uh, and uh, they played across the river in Camden after that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good building. We, saw, um, we used to do the... Uh, the winners for Camp Out for Hunger, the student concerts used to be there. Like uh, a few of the bands where like, if your high school donated the most amount of food, you get to have a concert. And uh, more often than not, it was at the Electric Factory. Man, I remember some summertime shows there sweating my oh, yeah. ass off. Yeah, it was a hot venue, yeah. My yeah. 
God. And they just had, they had all these box fans that were like mounted up on the upper level that they would turn on as a makeshift Yeah, air conditioning uh, was not AC. so strong. The great thing yeah. is that yeah. you could always pay someone to watch your car. Remember yeah. that? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one night, <laughs> one night I was there, I'd had that happen yeah, before, yeah, yeah. but one night some dude parked me in. Okay. So double parked. Yeah. And... It, it was a smaller car. It wasn't like a like a smart car. It was it was more like a mini or something like that? And I'm like I'm like, what do I do? The concert's letting out. Everybody's going. So I I called over to a bunch of guys I saw walking up. I'm like, guys, I'm like come over here, man. <laughs> and it was a DRE show, so they knew who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. Help me pick up and move this car. Did you do it? So we got like 10 guys and surrounded it and just slowly, like, you know, inch by inch, we'd pick it up and scoot it and pick it up and scoot it and pick it up and scoot it. And and I was able to get out of there. That's great. That's a great story. That was fun. I don't want to forget we that. We should do that just just to pick up a car. Just to move a car. Yeah, yeah. If you get enough people, you can do it. Yeah. It's a little dangerous. But a few you people are texting it. in. They saw uh, David Bowie there. I never knew that he played the factory, but that's pretty amazing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, there were some there were some amazing shows uh, that were at that venue and, and ones that you wouldn't expect. You know, a higher uh, uh, draw yeah. would still do shows at the Electric Factory. So. Had that prestige. All right. Um, there's another story. We're gonna we're gonna step outside of the city though, uh, a little bit of a ways to Reading, Pennsylvania. We're still in our general vicinity. That's a city. But there's an event that's coming up, and I, uh, Steve and I, were talking about this. We were not aware of the legend of Reading, where for nearly 130 years the preserved remains of a pickpocket who died in a city jail and was accidentally mummified by a mortician has been on display at a local funeral parlor and it's like local Reading lore. It's you like you guys have never heard of this? They're no. celebrity. Had, yeah. His name is Stoneman Willie. My sister-in-law's from there. I gotta ask her. Stoneman Willie. Yeah. And apparently yeah. nobody has known who's Stoneman Willie's uh, is what his true identity yeah. is, and they are going to reveal this because he was arrested under a false name. Uh, they can never find the relatives. It's always remained a mystery. So they're going to have this event that is coming up, uh, and they are actually going to bury him. The dude was uh, mummified. Yeah. He's, he's on display. They're going to bury him, and they're going to reveal his real name. Uh, some of the questions surrounding the mummy of Redding will come to light as part of Redding's week-long 275th anniversary celebration next month. They think it might be Jebediah Lauer. Uh, there will be a parade and a week of viewings for which Stoneman Willie will wear a donated period appropriate suit. And I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. If it's Stoneman Willie or Stoneman Willie. I, I was, I was thinking Stoneman, but it's probably Stoneman. Uh, then on October 7th, a New Orleans jazz band will lead Stoneman Willie's glass encased hearse down the Penn Street, uh, to Forest Hills Memorial Park where a minister will offer prayers, <laughs> prayers, in the quiet of the cemetery, his true identity and name will be revealed and inscribed on a polished stone of black granite. So, Kathy, here's the picture up in the uh, in the studio of, okay. of him mummified in the coffin. Yeah. And this has been on display forever. I just texted my friend George, who is from that area. He grew up in Wyoming, and he says that he thinks it's one-eyed Willie's second cousin. <laughs> oh, and that must clearly be. Clearly, he's never heard of this. Team. And he's also, never heard my of sister-in-law, who's from there, I said, do you know who Stoneman Willie is? She said, no, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe the weird people yeah, in yeah. Reading know who Stone Man Willie is. Um, I think it's I think it's bizarrely cool. 
Uh, here is the the story behind him. So he was um, he was a pickpocket and he got busted. And I'll, I'll condense his story because it's it's pretty long here. Um, so he was he was uh, arrested for burglarizing a boarding house. Uh, police found a gold watch, a razor, and a purse in his pockets. Uh, none were his. Back in prison, uh, he shaped his handkerchief into a noose, mm. looped it around the cell door, and he survived. Only when the garment tore. Soon, though, he suffered acute alcohol withdrawal and languished over a month before dying in jail of kidney failure. Uh, when no next of Kim could be found, his body was released to the uh, Almond Funeral Home. And at the time, embalming was still a relatively new practice. Uh, Theo Almond Theo! was <laughs> sure up from he had a better formula than the commonly used arsenic, mm. one he found in a Philly bookshop for preserving meat. The chemicals uh, he used exploded uh, Willie's tissue, and within days, he began to mummify. So it was by accident. That he became mummified. That he was mummified. All right, so pickpocketing. The way they make it look in TV and the movies, these guys are... I mean, is, is it anything like that? Well, yeah. If you like Harry Anderson, you know, the, the night court uh, right. started as a pickpocket. Right. Uh, and, and so a lot of times in, in crowded streets, you, you, somebody brushing up against you. That's all it takes. pickpocket, that's what they can do. And so that's, you know, the um, uh, magicians who have better, you know, sleight of hand can be a little bit more invasive. But you're basically just looking to boost, the, you know, boost a, a wallet out of someone's back pocket. Yeah. or uh, And that's usually how it's done. That's why I like to have zipper pockets. Uh, well, I keep my stuff loose because it's harder to get at. If it's in a wallet, you can easily pop that out. Mm-hmm. So, huh? Okay. <laughs> Be like zippers. Zip, zip, zip. I mean, honestly, I, I have zipper pockets right now. No, I, 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 yeah. I don't think you'd make that up. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> He's always lying. talking about his zippers. <laughs> so, have you wanted to like practice uh, pickpocketing? No. Or no, I just they make it look so easy and. I bet you if we had someone, I mean, obviously we can't use him because he's mummified. But if someone could demonstrate to us, you know, if someone's interested in, is in, a, in a, a practice pickpocket or magician and wants to get in touch with us, perhaps a demonstration here in the studio might show you how it's done, Case. They always do it in like, a, you know, like your jacket pocket, you know, the front jacket pocket well, of a suit or something. Right. So yeah. if you bump in and you can see, but I mean, what you can see on a guy, you know, you can see um, in the jeans, in the back pocket. A yeah. lot of guys still do that. Are you That's why they you're a back pocket guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can't do that. I just don't like sitting on that. Because you feel like your behind is all weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Yeah. And look at the guy. This guy dead. Uh, so so if you if you want to go pay your respects to Stone Man Willie, who apparently think- nobody's ever heard of before, <laughs> uh, you can do that because uh, they're going to have this on October 7th. He warranted a full article of the Inquirer. Yes, so at he, least did. He, he, no, in, he did. In, in death, he's a superstar. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll Are going to bring it to the electric factory? Well, no, there's city beat thing here. Uh, George Mathis, a recent furniture removal, uh, did a furniture removal job at uh, Jerry Blavitt's house. Yes. Uh, he is the owner of the East Kensington thrift store Thunderbird Salvage and went to Thunderbird. the Thunderbird? Uh, the old city home of the Geeter to move a uh, dining table for a friend. Uh, and he noticed a tall cacti that was there. 
Hearing that it would be discarded, he decided to save the plant and take it back to Thunderbird. Uh, The store listed the plant for $500 on Instagram. Uh, They were hoping to find anyone who loves cacti and appreciate the wonderful human being that Jerry Blavitt was uh, to maybe purchase it. And within about 15 hours, a buyer uh, bought it uh, for $350. Damn it, man. Had I known about this, I would have let Jackie Bam Bam know. This is a living Mm -hmm. plant, a succulent, if you will, right? Right. So, um, yeah, I, and it's it's big. It's a big plant. I think it's worth more than three fifty. Yeah, but we drove across the country twice, and he just kept talking about cacti, and he wanted to see the cacti, and he also loves Jerry Blavitt. Like, this would have been great for him. Yeah, you're right. That would have been. I'm on my fourth uh, green muchacho. I didn't know about it. <laughs> Uh, while the succulent has a new home, Mathis is still looking for someone to take up Blavitt's dining table set with a lacquered and mirror wood base, a three-piece lacquered wood top with three glass slabs, and eight Italian dining chairs by Pietro Constantini. You had me at lacquered. Uh, the console table with lacquered wood base, three drawers, and two cabinets is also part of the dining set, which is priced at $5,000 or the is, best offer. Is there a Blavitt? I mean, uh, are, are there plans to put together some sort of Jerry Blavitt museum? Yes, there, there should be. Oh, well, I don't know about the museum, but there's a concert that's coming up honoring him, Steve, and that oh, is okay. uh, at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. It's October 21st, celebrating the life, legacy, and music of Philly's iconic disc jockey. So don't you think there should be some sort of... Uh, it's, it's probably in the in or the, a wing in the, in the uh, you know some kind of Philly museum or something Mummerland or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's got a uh, a plaque on the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, so, so that's all nice. But I mean, you think yeah, uh, they, he's they, in the, the radio, radio Hall of Fame? Yeah. I would imagine too, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about a uh, a museum or anything like that. But uh, he certainly had uh, an impact in the community. All right, uh, one more story, I think, uh, from the city. Well, the succulents. Um, the Mutter Museum recently announced a new initiative called Postmortem Mutter Museum. Uh, through town hall forums, workshops, and forthcoming exhibit. The mu- museum is going to actually invite visitors to provide feedback on questions of ethics and consent surrounding its collection of human remains. So the, the word is the mutter or muter, depending on how you say it, is... Um is going to go less creepy, right? They're going to try to become more... That's what I've heard. Oh, I don't know. That they're going to be more... Um, I don't know. I think it's an, an incredible museum, and I think it's cool having it here, but um, they're changing a lot of what they display. Uh, the gist of this article is whether or not the things that they have uh, accrued over the years has been done ethically or not. That's the question. So I don't know if it has anything to do with the um, gruesomeness or not, but um, Director Kate Quinn said, right now we know uh, 10 people... Absolutely. Wanted to be in this building and on display out of 6,600 biological specimens. Uh, We certainly know a vast number of cases. I would say it's in the hundreds of people who did not at all give consent to be here, and many of them are on display today. So in postmortem, Quinn hopes hopes to uh, gather insights from the public and experts to inform her future decisions about whether and how the museum should display these anatomical specimens, some of which were obtained unethically like grave robbing. That's not good. And others for which they have uh, very little information. But many were collected in the 1800s. There's no way you're going to know. You know, so, yeah. You want to give them like a Stone Man Willie parade or what do you want to do? The initiative, Quinn said, is an opportunity to make sure that we're covering as much of the city and residents here as we should in the conversation about the museum and its future. I mean, if you think about all of the different body parts and things from, you know, there'd be no way to to really to trace back 
history or anything. I mean, it, it's it'd be an, an insurmountable task. Yeah, I think a lot of this is how they like this. Article how they go said forward? They go forward with this. So, uh, so they're saying they're going to cut back on the grave robbing. Uh, since events like next month's Plant Town Hall are open to anyone who registers for it, some of the residents' museum officials will likely hear from uh, are from their critics, uh, like the members of the Protect the Mutter group, uh, yeah. uh, which is a group of uh, devoted followers and former museum staffers who say that uh, the new leadership's policies and actions are threatening the uniquely morbid and beloved Philadelphia institution. I think it's cool, but they think they made the right call. They canceled next month's Robathon, which, uh, uh, which was uh, their their annual grave robbing event. But you can keep the shovel. I have never, I've never been to to a grave robbing. No, no. Well, yeah, that either. But oh. uh, the the Mütter Museum. It's really cool. Have you it's guys all really been? Cool. Yeah. Yes. I, I, in fact, a couple of when people come in from out of uh, the, the the area, a lot of times they'll have heard of it. And, you know, we'll end up taking How much people. time do you spend there? Ah, about two hours. Okay. Yeah. I went to a, a wedding reception there, Casey, one time. Oh, really? It was fan-freaking-tastic. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was a, a unique a location for a wedding. And, boy, did we have a good time. It's it's just unrelentingly fascinating yes. and, and unique, you know? When I moved to Philadelphia, when I was... Uh, Coming here, I there was a, a Rolling Stone article that I stumbled across. Oh, really? Uh, about and, and it mentioned the Mutter Museum. It was just a blurb. Oh, and I'm like, what the hell place am I going to? This is, <laughs> they have this in yeah. Philadelphia. You're kidding me. And they had, uh, you know, like, um, uh, you know, the skeletons of conjoined twins and things like that. I'm like, this is bizarre. Medical oddities. Yeah, I had three testicles. <laughs> they should put that on display. Yeah, so you can, he, when you, he leads you around the, the Mutter Museum. Uh, some of the critics say that the lack of records of explicit consent does not necessarily mean that anato- the anatomical specimens were obtained unethically. And even in cases where they were, the critics say that is part of the medical history and should be aired. Mm. Uh, Quinn says postmortem will attempt to do just that. Uh, the Medical History Museum, owned and operated by the College of Physicians of Philadelphia, is conducting an audit of its entire collection. So they're going through everything they have there, which I think she said was like 66 hundred biological specimens. This might be uh, sort of a, a bad tasting, but I don't know if they've ever entertained this notion or if it would be something they would do. But around Halloween, does it seem like the kind of place that would lend itself to some sort of presentation or, yeah, you know? Totally. Hmm. I would think so. You can use that if you want to. I lied. I have one more thing oh, from, uh, from City Beat Case. Right. Uh, yeah, just I may as well go ahead and do this. So there was a... Um, Article, I think it came out last week. Um, the best states to retire in 2023. And you would think that Florida would rank way up there, right? Right. Uh, no. Number one is Iowa, believe it or not. Iowa? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think we have a, a horse in the uh, in the race here. Yeah. Uh, Barbara? No. Oh. Uh, Delaware ranked number two. Well, that's interesting. On the list. Um, okay. Like to the, retire. The beach. Well, my in-laws just moved down to Delaware. Okay. Uh, to, to retire. Do well, they speak the language? Uh, they do. Okay. Uh, they've been, like, for their entire lives, they've been studying uh, the language. <laughs> it was Duolingo. So, they took a, yeah, like, yep. babble and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the taxes had a lot to do with it. The tax-free situation Not shopping? necessarily tax-free shopping. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, property taxes okay. and stuff. Uh, so it's, it's favorable? Yeah, for, for them, it was. Okay. 
So the data they used uh, came from a number of sources. Uh, this is from Bankrate. They're the ones that did this. It include uh, the Census Bureau, the Tax Foundation, uh, the Centers uh, for Medicare and Medicaid. And it then ranked all 50 states across five weighted categories. So here are the categories. Affordability, well-being, health care quality and cost, the weather and crime. Well, the weather's gorgeous. It's <laughs> year-round 75 and sunny. Oh, Delaware? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, so Iowa's biggest draw for retirees is its affordability, since most retirees live on a fixed income. Proximity to Delaware. Lower housing costs uh, can help them uh, stretch their dollars further than other states. It's, I would never, you, these are not the places you normally hear. You'll hear like Arizona. You'll hear, as you said, Florida. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how much they're, no, they're number one on the list. So they've weighted these categories. Affordability is their number one on the list. Well, that makes sense. They weighted that at 40%, well-being 25%, healthcare quality cost 20%, weather 10%, and crime 5%. Because we're talking about retirement here. So affordability is incredibly important at that time. And they're looking, most would be looking for lower crime, correct? Uh, Yes, but that's only 5% of what they waited here. So as of July 2023, the national median home price, $422,000. Wow. But Iowa's median home price comes in much lower at $232,000. What a dump. So that's pretty awesome. So Delaware rank was number two on the list thanks to its high quality health care and light tax burden. What about unique license plates? Um, no. No? Not on the list. Uh, Delaware residents enjoy some of the lowest property taxes there you go, case ah, in okay. the country, and the state doesn't tax social security benefits either. Well, that's certainly a plus. Yeah. I have oh, a, a weird interest of wanting to fly out of their airport because I saw that story about the Velo Airlines and they fly from Wilmington to Wilmington, yeah. from Wilmington, Delaware to Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, and <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm really curious as to what, I've never flown in or out of Wilmington, Delaware before uh, and I, I now have a fascination right. with it. What's the furthest they fly to? Uh, I think Florida, Steve, because oh, well, that, that Avello, I, I think it's Avello is how you pronounce yeah, it, mm-hmm. uh, discount airline, but they huh. are based um, in Wilmington now. What's the ticket price for uh, Wilmington to Wilmington? It's like 49 bucks or something. What? It's yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. We okay. could do it during the show. Do it on the we show. Could. Let's oh. do it. Right. Tomorrow. 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 Just Let's go. It. That same airline flies out of Allentown. You can go yes. down to Orlando, but you fall into, uh, you uh, fly into a smaller airport, Sanford. Just do it. Yes. But it's like, it's still only like, 30 minutes from the park. It's so a small airport to small airport around the country. Yeah. Cheaper? The airport is yeah, Sanford. yeah, way yeah. cheaper. Because right, Allentown is, that's an, that right is, there. that's either as close or as, or closer for me to drive than Philly yeah. International. Preston, yeah. check out these fall fairs uh, oh for Avila. Oh my it's god! It's never been cheaper to fly. Well, Thirty town. bucks. I mean, that's where they start at. But yeah, and and I listen. I haven't done a ton of flying on some of the discount airlines, but I've heard that some of the problems you may experience on on the yellow planes, um, you, you're not going to get on this one. Okay. I wonder if the pilot announces that he has three testicles right when you get on the <laughs> oh, he plane. Does, <laughs> he addresses the. Uh, I had three testicles. <laughs> Shall we join the flight? You were like family to me. Do they fly from Wilmington to Allentown? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to have a race. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Who's talking back there? <laughs> I'd like to drop somebody off at the Wilmington Airport and see if they can beat you to the uh, Allentown Airport. All right, let's see if they we can do that, Case. Allentown, Allentown flies to Rome twice daily. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. From Georgia. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> By way of Wilmington. Uh, well, anyhow. Uh, there used to be a time, Preston, when I was doing stand-up with those puddle jumpers. Those flights were, you know, like Allegheny Airlines and all those. I was on those all the time. I was like, oh, let's see if we land. Really? Let's see if we make it. 
Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Kevin has flown on a velo uh, from Wilmington. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Kevin. I'm from Molica Hill. Hey. Okay. Thanks for coming How tall are you? Uh, <laughs> all right. So you flew from uh, Wilmington to where? Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Okay. How much? I think it was around $50 a flight. So we brought the kids. The only problem is they only fly certain times. So it's like Friday and Saturday and like Sunday and Tuesday. It's weird. You have to uh, check it out. But okay. it's very convenient to park there. And it was very good for the kids. It's a small airport, but they're very organized. You're Listen. in and out. you got to walk out to the, to the plane. You know, Do you airport. actually hail the plane? <laughs> Stick your hand out? <laughs> no, you don't have to hail it. <laughs> Dude, you can get, <laughs> get round trip <laughs> from Wilmington, Delaware to Wilmington, North Carolina uh, for less than $100. That is not bad. You know, Not bad. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. that's phenomenal. get Myrtle Beach, too. Myrtle Beach. Do you yeah. remember what was, what was the, out of here to, Thanks, uh, to Miami for, what was the airline? Uh, they've, they've since gone away where they were, it was like 80 bucks To Miami? Yeah. I don't remember that. It's crazy. Have you guys ever flown out of Trenton Airport? No, no. no. I've only flown out of Philadelphia. Oh, it's like it's like the show Wings. Like you're literally, really? it's almost <laughs> like a train station. Wow. You're walking in. There's like one little counter for snacks. <laughs> I think the one time I had, the last time I flew out of there, there was a backup, and so there was like maybe the three planes worth of people, and they actually couldn't let anybody else in. So you do have to go to through security. They couldn't let anyone else in. They're like, we need to wait until these flights depart until we can let anyone else through security. Press the security is. You got a bomb. <laughs> it's five dollars. It was five dollars or ten dollars a day to park. Wow. Yeah. Oh and, my and god. It's just a parking hey. lot, like right there. It's not <sighs> like you're traveling far around. It's only fifty for the Eagles. <laughs> you can do. Uh, you could actually drive. fly to Wilmington. Cheaper than you can to pay for parking. Yeah. You can fly to uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico from Wilmington now on, on a velo. No wow. kidding. Okay. I actually flew out of the Atlantic City Airport uh, before. Before they redid it. It is a little nicer now, but uh, it was similar to like what Marissa said Trenton was like. Uh, and correction, the airline out of Allentown is Allegiant, not... Allegiant, okay, I've yeah, heard of them. But it's Divergent. the same. Um, you can fly, uh, fly out of there for much cheaper. Wait, so did you guys hear that uh, American Airlines is offering flights to uh, Atlantic City or like to Philadelphia but it's actually you land in Atlantic City and you have to get on a bus and you have to take the bus like the no. bus picks you up on the tarmac and you have to get in the bus and you take the bus to Philadelphia uh, no. 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 Wait, so, so you, wait so you're flying from where any city like whatever it is Florida or something like that it looks like these cheap flights in to, but they're calling it to Philadelphia to Philadelphia no. but actually you land in Atlantic City yep. and they drive you to and Philly and they take a, 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 a bus they take like, you to see the rabbits and then you fly to Philadelphia if it's rush hour on like a weekend you're screwed it could be like uh, a two hour f- yeah, drive to- totally <laughs> easily alright hang on let me go to uh, Mike hey Mike morning morning guys What's up, bud? Hi, Mike. You can take a Velo from Wilmington to Montana for a $69. No way. <laughs> Wilmington to Montana? Dude, I got to do six, that. For 60 bucks. 69 69 Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Flying into like Billings or? Bozeman or Kalispell. Okay. No, Kalispell's right by Glacier National Park. Dude, Nick, yeah. let's go. That's do it. Let's go. Nice. Let's do it. Thank you, Mike. No problem. Appreciate it, man. Wow. 
Okay. I never really think to... I don't either. Uh, to explore those, and maybe maybe even a destination will come to mind if you see exactly. these really cheap flights, as opposed you to, know, I want to go here. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a greater risk, but talk, it's still cheaper. We talked about travel hacks not that long ago, and somebody suggested, because I, I like uh, going to the Virgin Islands, somebody suggested uh, fly to San Juan, spend a day or two there, and then fly from San Juan to the Virgin Islands. What do they call that? Uh, oh, no, no, that wouldn't be the same thing as the... Um, no. What were they clamping down on? The... Uh, yeah, I forgot oh, what it was yeah. called. Um, yeah. Something uh, hopping. Yeah. Yeah, share hopping. I don't know. Whatever that was. Share cropping. Yeah. No, this was just a, a cheaper way to get to the Caribbean and uh, and then enjoy a destination like San Juan for a little bit. That makes total sense. Mm, I don't I, ever think that way. I, I didn't mean I'm to get a moron. A, all these calls, but hang on a second. I have uh, Eileen. Good morning, Eileen. Hey, Godzooks. Godzooks, what's up? Um, so we live about 10 minutes from the Wilmington Airport. And our son goes to school just outside of Orlando. So we fly him in and out of the Wilmington Airport through Velo. Mm-hmm. And we'll buy the seats. I, if it's a short weekend, I'm like, no bags. Pack a backpack. Well, your, your clothes here. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap. And actually, we're going down in October. I got it for $176 for two of us, including seats. And we're just packing a backpack with our clothes for the weekend. And that's round trip, $176. Round trip. Phenomenal. For two people. That should cost you over $400. Oh, well, guess what? I booked on the Yellow Company the day before, <laughs> thinking I got a good deal out of Philadelphia <laughs> for like two forty five for yeah. both of us. <laughs> Next day, I get an email from Obello, $29, $29 fares. And so I thank God I canceled within 24 hours of spirit, and I booked on a bellow 10 minutes from my wow. house. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a and, hell of a savings. Yeah. And, and then if you fly standing room press. Yeah, and my son's a big dude, and he doesn't complain about the seat. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Do it. Appreciate yeah. it. Do it. Right. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Just do it. Uh, despite what that one caller said, I, I don't see Avello connecting from Wilmington to North um, uh, Wilmington, Delaware to Montana. Montana. I, I don't see that on here, but I might be missing it. Okay. Um, but uh, there Is really it, are a lot of uh, affordable I flights. I think once you get on board, you can ask the pilot. Okay, turn Is, left here. Could you go to Montana, too? <laughs> Is Avello the only airline that flies out of uh, Wilmington? I don't know, but they are using that as a, a draw to that airport. Okay. Oh, my God. So here's... Okay. Ask our pilot about Montana. Avello flies from Wilmington to Tampa, so... Right. You know, when we go down to spring training, flying out is always like the biggest thing. And, and right now, the, the farthest in advance you can book right now is uh, February. Um, but, dude, 59 bucks. Wow. Here's what I'm saying. Well, it looks last year when it was so expensive and we had to fly into Orlando instead of Tampa. Yeah. We, yeah. Nick and I looked out there. It's just that they, they don't fly every day. Right. So it wasn't working out on the day that, you is know, that we, okay. yeah, we would have gotten there. We wouldn't have been able to do the broadcast, basically. So what? So I think what they should do is a Learjet. For us to fly, yeah, I, I think agree. doesn't it really think make the most point, sense? I mean, it, it makes it's economical. Yeah, it makes the most sense. It We're going to use it. We're priced cargo. Yeah, it makes us comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can put on better shows. Happy, yeah. happy uh, morning show. Happy radio station. Right. We'll look into that. That's yeah. what we'll do. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll look into. We'll talk about right it now. in the limo. <laughs> All right, that's it for City Beat. We got to wrap that up right about now, my friend. I would like to though give away a twenty five dollar Rita's uh, gift card. 
And we'll take caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget uh, Pumpkin Paradise awaits at your local Rita's. You can stop it and try their pumpkin-flavored treats and stock up for the winter months. 215-263-WMMR, the number. By the way, I haven't even mentioned this yet. Today's Tuesday, Thursday morning. We're broadcasting live from Subaru of America. Yes, we are. And that comes courtesy of the Camp Out for Hunger, which will be along soon because they won last year's largest donation contest. So we're going to do a live show uh, and remind you that the Camp Out for Hunger will be here November 13th through the 17th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. So just a heads up on saving the date for that. But this Thursday, we'll be at Subaru of America. And we have some cool stuff planned for that, we too. Do. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, when we return, our buddy Jim Florentine here in the studio. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest, a regular on our program, and we love having him by. He's got a new special called Bite the Bullet, and it is available at uh, jimflorentine.com. But he's going to be back in town October 7th for World Cafe Live show. It's a Saturday night. Tickets at worldcafelive.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Florentine. Here with us this morning. <laughs> What's up, man? It's good to see you guys. You as well. And we'll start right off. A new look. You have a full beard. We've never seen this look on you before. Yeah, I just um, one day I just stopped shaving. I was like, because it's such a pain. Like I have to shave like every twenty six hours when wow. it starts coming back in. <laughs> And then you get cut because if you shave too much, so yep. I just let it start to grow. I never had a beard before. It's like I'm just going to let see where it goes. You said you didn't think you could really grow it in fully, but this I is, never, this yeah, full? I never even tried. I, I I invoked Eddie Bauer, which is probably not a compliment, but uh, but it's it's a manly uh, uh, you know beard. So it's a real beard. Not that you looked bad before. You look better with it. I think you do. I think you look yeah, better. Yeah, with yeah. It. What do you think? 
Yeah, I, I like it. You know, yeah. um, it, you know, I, I just uh, it's a lot easier not shaving. <laughs> yeah, I've so, heard it's like people. So some people will complain and say the other side but to, to trim it and groom it is actually more work. You got to trim it a little and yeah. stuff, but it's still it, it's uh, easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. All right. All right, yeah, yeah, and so uh, because who, a friend of ours, David Seidman, he uh, he had a little bit more elaborate. Oh, he designed. And he it sweared. Stuff. He's, he's just a nightmare. So. No, I wouldn't be able. Yeah, to I do don't that. know. I don't do any <laughs> settings and whatever. If it's <laughs> hairs are sticking out, I just trim it. I don't, know, right. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Chop it with a knife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's good to have you back. And and in addition to the bite the bullet special, um, you're doing something, and we we're just talking off air about it. Uh, you have your YouTube series. Obviously, you had uh, that metal show for many years, and we talked about. You know, this is a this is a hugely popular show, and it was a big deal, and it was uh, VH1. You know, kind of let it, you know, die on the vine, as they say. But um, there's always been this fan base. Well, you've reactivated a version of it in the best way possible. Explain what's happening. Yeah, it's a show called That Rocks. It's basically that metal show on Zoom. Yeah, is what we're doing. Yeah, and we do it on YouTube live every Wednesday night at like seven o'clock, or a different like hard rock or metal guest and we you know me don james and eddie trunk back together and we just do it from wherever we're at that's great so if i'm on the road Eddie's on the road we just finally figure out we don't need a studio yeah and you know people are used to you know with the pandemic watching stuff on zoom yep. and it's when people can interact with the show yeah it's changed the norm completely about what you can do i mean the, the notion of taking a feed off someone's zoom, zoom and putting it on network television it's, it's constant now it's we're used to seeing it so that's no big deal uh do you love the free you gotta love the freedom of it it's great. Yeah. It's it's great. You know, that we could just, we could control our own show. We own our own show. We already got interest from different uh, streaming platforms about maybe taking it to them. Is it like, uh, so that you doing it now, is it uh, all these heavy metal artists and all these artists in general, musicians that you've accrued all these friendships and knowledge of and, um, you know, relationships with, are they thrilled to have it back on as well? Because it, I, I, you would see guys open up on that show, I think, because they knew you were real deal. All you guys are real deal. You live and breathe it in a way that you wouldn't see them open up on other shows. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And they all have a... Um relationship with Eddie Trunk over the years. Yeah, yeah. So Trunk knows all of them, and they've been on the show before. That's K.K. Downing from Judas Priest. Yeah. <laughs> is on and stuff. So yeah, every week, and they love to, if they got something to promote, because they don't they don't have places to go to promote this. And they can do it from their houses. Too. They can do it yeah. from there, exactly. He yeah. was from England, so we had to start the show at like 8, 5.30 for his time, because it was yeah. like 11.30. <laughs> He's like, I can't stay up that late. We're like, all right, whatever. So. Yeah, so booking's going to be way easier. Right? Great. Getting people in the, the available. Yeah. And you cut out everybody. You just you just have a producer from behind the scenes doing this stuff, and you know it's interactive too. So people chime in with their top five, six picks of it's whatever. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's terrific. I wanted to ask you uh, also because this question has come. I think I asked Preston this a couple of days ago, and when I you know we were learning you were going to be on the show, I said I'll ask you directly with ACDC uh, with uh, Brian Johnson. His, what exactly has changed with his hearing situation that's allowing him to ostensibly tour with the band again? We were trying to figure out whether he got like a cochlear implant or what, what what's going on in that in that world. He said there's some new device that they came up with that, you know, some doctor came up with that he, he can hear now. Because he but. said for all intents and purposes, he was deaf, right? He was like, it was, un, it was impossible and now it's no problem. Yeah, so there was some device over the last couple of years that some doctor came up with, put it in, and it's good. He's good to go. And he lost his hearing from. He's a race car driver. That's what he mm -hmm. does at his free time. So it was from 
that, those loud noises, not necessarily. <laughs> not from ACDC. Not ACDC, which is crazy because ACDC <laughs> yeah. is always that, the that loudest concert That ever. was his quiet time, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's pretty, you know, pretty wild because it's like, I thought he was, I thought he was, that was over. I thought that was a done deal. You been out to any shows this uh, this summer? You checking anybody out? Oh yeah, I just saw Godsmack and Stain. I saw okay. them over to the summer. I just saw Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top last oh, week. Yeah, uh, okay, because they were just here at the. Uh... Yeah, I saw them at uh, the PNC Art Center in okay. Central Jersey. Yeah, it, it, great. I mean, they, you know, they flip the lineup every week, so every show. So it's ZZ Top headlines or Skinner. I saw it with ZZ Top headline. I love ZZ Top, but it was tough to follow Leonard Skinner. Yeah, with those anthems. Yeah, They're just one after another after another, and then ZZ Top. Comes out and you know there's not a lot of energy on stage <laughs> with ZZ Top. They got great songs. Oh, they're great. It was yeah. a great show, but people were definitely they were tough to follow. Yeah, Jim, uh, scrolling through your Instagram, uh, there's a, a post where you're wearing a Greta Van Fleet shirt. They're in town tonight. They're at uh, um, the Wells Fargo Center. Have you seen them before? I've seen them. Yeah. And what was that show like? Because I've heard great things, but I've never seen them live. I've never seen. A, they're almost like a jam band now, especially live. Are they? They, they play like nine minute songs, and you got like 19, 20 year old girls <laughs> listening to nine minute songs. So every time you. <laughs> think that people have no attention span yeah. and they know all the words. I mean, they're young, good-looking kids. Yeah. yeah they also, I think that they think they're a little bit bigger than they are. They're, this show's not selling that great, believe it or not. There's a ton of tickets that are still available well, for this. They well, it's a big room, man. It's outside. Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. They went with a, a big venue and 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 so I, they're certainly popular. There's no two ways about it. The, the, the band is, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the length and breadth of their fan base is pretty large, but I mean, it was... It might be a little early for that venue, but yeah. I think they played the garden the other night. I don't know if they sold it out, but yeah, that's 17,000 seats. So even if they sell 10 or 11, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, these older acts, you know, you mentioned uh, ZZ Top and uh, and uh, Leonard Skinner. We had at uh, the MM Barbecue over the weekend, uh, Billy Idol was uh, one of our performers. And I've never seen Billy on stage. And I was like, okay, we'll see what we get. It was friggin' awesome, man. <laughs> He's amazing. He was and, killing and Steve, it. Steve Stevens on guitar. Oh yeah, he was shredding like crazy. But but Billy's voice is still there. And of course, songs popped up that I completely forgot about. You know, Eyes like I, without a face. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Flesh for Fantasy. I was like, oh my god, I love this song. So you can't discount. The, you know, you, it, it may be easy to go, ah, this band, they've been around forever, blah, blah, blah. Go and and be blown away. Yeah. They can yeah. still do it. Well, to that point, we were talking the other, the, the, the new Stones uh, album, the new song, is is fantastic. Good. It's great. Yeah. I, like, I don't know where that, listen, the fact that they can do it, and they've done it to, to you know, various levels throughout the years, releasing stuff, okay, but I, they seem to be on the mark with this stuff. Have you have you heard more of, off the, the album? It's, it's, it's it's I, pretty amazing. I only heard yeah. the one song, but no, all these bands, you're like, that band's still around? I'm yeah, telling you, yeah. you, go see them. My friend just saw Fast a Pussycat, remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my God, they were amazing. I go, I've seen them a million times. They're always great. That band Kicks just retired, actually. <laughs> they were amazing live. I go, yeah. they're not going to be out there. Like, if, if people see them and they're really bad, they'll never go see them again. Right. That's it's the true. thing. So they'll never, so when these bands, like a band like Night Ranger is amazing live. No kidding. You know, still, and you'd be like, Night Ranger, oh, I remember <laughs> Sister Christian, and then you see them, like, <laughs> oh, man, Brad Gillis. Yeah. Who used to play with Ozzy. They're still... So all those bands are out there are still doing it, are still... They know... Look, they're professionals now. They're not drinking. They take it serious. They know it's a business. It's got to be... big business for them. Yeah. So they're, they're on on stage. Who's... Uh, of of the... Uh, who do you think right now is is the band you have to see in that in that realm that nobody's talking about? In other words, you know, what, what's what's the... For your, for your concert dollar, who must you see right now? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, you, I got to figure you are you are plugged into this. Why, well, if ACDC comes around, suppose they're doing that one show power trip out right. in the desert. But there's no tour has been, right? Well, they're gonna, supposedly they're going to announce it in the spring. Oh, they're going right. to do a certain amount of stadiums. That's the band you need to go see one more time. One more time. Have you never seen them? Unbelievable. What's the band you've seen more than any band? What would you say up there? Is it the most concerts by one single band? Uh, probably Ozzy Solo. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Probably 20 times. Wow. I've seen Maiden probably 15. Oh, Metallica. Metallica too, probably about 15 to 20 times. Okay. All right. Who is the biggest letdown band wise? <laughs> who is because you are, who did you like? Oh, I cannot believe I'm going to get to see this, these, this band tonight. And you walked away like, I can't believe that was such crap. Huh. I don't know. It's automatic you now. Yeah. I can't picture one that okay. was that bad. So your 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 luck is pretty good when you go see. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Foo Fighters are always amazing. Yeah. yeah, always. I'm waiting for them to come around. They usually, you know, it's all I know festivals they did a little this year. Yeah, like yeah. they haven't done any. It's not a tour. It's just a, I think they were in Asbury Park this past weekend. They did um, the yeah, Senior some big festival. outdoor festival, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a nightmare. I've been to that one before. I live near there. <laughs> I, I, you're on the beach. It's, yes. it's, it's really tough to see the stage and They're all that expensive. Stuff. And uh, it's not, and you don't get a full show of the of the band that you're there to see. You, you know, it's a limited show. I guess if you want to see um, a bunch of bands in one place at one time, it's a good way to do it. But yeah, I, I um, was a little underwhelmed by that place too. Yeah. So, but Foo Fighters is always great to see. We just had the, the our RBQ, which is uh, just a couple of days ago. You know, our, 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 our I always check the lineup. I'm hoping I'm in town, but I never <laughs> yeah. am. I'm like, damn, I want to go. You know, you'd have uh, no problem getting. In. But we were doing a side stage thing with a bunch of um, karaoke with live rock karaoke. You had a live band backing up people singing, and it was awesome. And you know, the the, the side stage thing is is an important part of a lot of these. Uh, shows and they a lot of them have kind of done away with side stage, but I think the side stage is a really important aspect of you know concerts, you festivals, know, festival shows. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, Ozfest did that for years. The side stage, they brought you know Slipknot used to be on the side stage, Rob Zombie, all these bands that got, got yeah. huge. You know, so I always love the side stage. They don't the do it is, much though, do they? You know, because it's the torrents costing so much; these bands can't afford it, right? You know, they're not getting paid that much with the gas and renting a bus and all that stuff. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's not worth it for them. They need to tap into parking, is what they need <laughs> to do. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking fifty dollars to park the other night bucks. at our show. We we're like, you got to be yeah. kidding! Fifty bucks. It's amazing. I know. I've been there. So I went to the cow, a cowboy game like two years ago. It was one hundred and fifty dollars to park. What? One fifty to park near the stadium, and if you wanted to park almost like a mile away it was seventy five dollars. It's insane. It's like you want. Where do you get off? You know, yeah. I mean, like one hundred and fifty. That's a that. Oh my god! It's it's gotten out of the average person can't do it anymore. The average yeah. person can't do that. There's no way. Wow, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to ask about um, uh, your son. How old is he now? He just turned thirteen. Has he been going to shows with you? Yeah. Okay. What's he into? He just he went and saw Godsmack and Stain. <laughs> yeah, loved it. <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, you—you you, this is like you built him in a laboratory, but he's he's off and running. How how could he not? But I just imagine a world where where you know he ended up in a, whatever band you hate him embracing. But I, I can't say that happy. He said for years he's been kind of a dialed in cool kid. 
He is, but you know, now he's hanging out with his friends. He's on Instagram. You know, this uh, girl followed me on Instagram the other day in my class. <laughs> I go, what she goes, I go, follow her back. He's like, yeah. So he's all in the at now. And yeah. none of his friends are in the rock music. They don't even know any of these bands. So he keeps it quiet when he's around them. Oh, really? It's just hidden yeah, secret. Yeah. He won't even, he, he's embarrassed to bring it up. <laughs> are they more into hip hop and stuff like that? Yeah, because every okay. TikTok video's got hip hop sure. behind it. So they yeah. know all those songs. But all of a sudden, they discovered Pantera, my son. He's fascinated by him. <laughs> That's crazy. Fascinated. I love that. I got lucky. My kids are into rock as well. And I, I'm just like, oh, good. We can relate on that level. It's so awesome. <laughs> well, it is. When he's with me, he can. But when he's with his friends, I Dad, don't bring up Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Wow. Is he is he uh, dabbling in comedy? Because we've seen him on stage yeah. doing some shows, man. He stopped that. His career. He stopped oh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just, he's not, uh, yeah. Okay. The, the girls are more lesson. Yeah, the girls. Yeah, yeah. And he plays basketball, so he's all in the net. And is, I, is co- I coach his team during the summer. I coach his rec team so what's coaching like you enjoy it or yeah no, it's great it's only you have to be you're like a therapist yeah. with these kids <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like you gotta just they're all emotional they're yeah. all over the place yeah. I gotta, says it. Yeah. I gotta, yeah I gotta prop them up I gotta hit them with these speeches no you're better than this what are you doing out there <laughs> you can cover that guy no I can't I go yeah you can I know he can I have to lie to him <laughs> right right you know is it hard to fight that sort of uh, bad news bears dynamic and end up like you know Walter Matthau you know just uh all of your inner demons ending up the Passed first year to the, the kids. Fir- I don't know too much about basketball. Yeah. I just know, and rec is a lot easier than the you know the other leagues. I just know the best kid covered it. The, the best kid. There's like three good, really good kids in rec, and the rest the kids aren't good. Right. So I'm like, the, my best three are going to be on your best three, and <laughs> let the other. I go, just don't even cover those other guys. They're never going to yeah. get it in. At yeah. a certain age, you're not allowed to do man uh, defense. You have to do zone only. Uh, when you get like uh, old, so how old is he? Did you say? Thirteen. 13. So I've been coaching for a couple of years. So okay. it's been, they've allowed you to do man. So I just uh, I just knock out those. I double team the good kids. Leave the crummy <laughs> kids alone. Mm-hmm. They're never going to get it in. If they do, okay, fine. Well, is, so, that, is that the purpose of, of the zone thing to make sure everyone's? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I don't really know. I, I really I am, and I've been coaching my son's team since he was in fifth grade. He's a junior in high school now. I, I have no business coaching basketball whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know it either. No. I don't know the two, three, three, two. I'm like, just cover the best kid. Well, so I found out that, <laughs> that if the offense it. is in a, a two, three, then you do it the opposite on defense. You do a three, two. I, I don't like, even know what that, that means. <laughs> but that's like, that's when, foreign language. When it came to like uh, baseball and stuff like that, I always, you know, I was. Like if you were if you were on offense, I would always send the kid home or send the kid to third base because the chances of the kid in the outfield making a good throw and then the kid in the infield making a good catch <laughs> doesn't I, happen. You no, know, percentages wise, I'm like I'm going to roll the dice on this one. Playing outfield in little league <laughs> at a certain age is you're, you're basically watching the butterflies. Look, yeah. I got to be honest. Half the reason I coach is you know I know the moms and the, you know so I draft kids that have hot moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My kids dabbled in a little bit of organized sports uh, just because we were trying it out. And <clears throat> there was, and I never volunteered to do anything. Uh, and I was at a basketball game one time. They didn't have somebody to run the clock. And they are coming over there, can you run the clock? I go, you, you really don't want me to do this. And they're like, no, we, we have to. And I'm like, I'd really rather not. And then they circle around. They do another pass. They come back over. Listen, we really need you to run. I'm like, no. I finally go, okay, fine. But I told you, you know. And so we sit down, blah, blah, blah. We're like halfway through the game. I messed something up. 
the, the ref comes over and starts giving me a hard time, and I'm like, I told you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want me doing yeah, it. You yes. wouldn't believe me. You made the mistake in the very beginning by even entertaining it. This, I just pick up my phone. I go, hi, yeah, sorry, wait. I take if, this. No, 100%. I will pretend to be on the phone. Uh, don't ask me to do anything. Uh, pretend you don't speak English. Yeah. And, and you're a couple of seasons into doing this? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's one kid on the team. He's not good at all. And he was in rec camp this summer. And he got suspended for two weeks because he stuck a French fry in a kid's ass crack. <laughs> Uh, they were at the pool, and he came to me, and he's like, hey, man, I got a lot of trouble, and I hurt, and I'm like, this is great. I, and so he never starts. I said, listen, I'm starting him today because he stuck a French fry in kid's ass, kid's ass crack. Does uh, anyone on the team have a problem? I'm like, no, they're all laughing. And then at the end of the game, I gave him the game ball. Uh, and he didn't, he didn't make any baskets or anything like that. I'm, I'm giving it to Ethan. He's going to be an NBA superstar. And well, then his parents are like, you're encouraging him. I'm like, no, he played, I think he played a good game. He, uh, he got one he, uh, rebound. Does he have a hot mom, though? No, he doesn't. But <laughs> I did because I didn't know him. The, the story was enough to get him. That. You got to see the stands. It's stacked with milfs. It's like the New Jersey really? Housewives. Right. My yeah. Really? Yeah. And my ex is on to it. She's like, I know what he's doing. <laughs> She'll be at the game. Yeah. I'm like, of course. Are, are you are you in single mode now? Are you? Uh, no, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're leaving options open. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. How, you how never far, know when things. How far into now. the relationship are you guys? Almost a year. Okay. Oh, all, right. all right. Yeah. Uh, where'd you guys meet? Uh, at a comedy club. Okay. Uh, she was she, there to see you. She's a comic, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. And she's from. Her, she grew up in Philly. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Good Karen Margolis. Karen Margolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Looking her familiar. Up. Yeah. Yeah. We, you never know. We may have crossed paths at one time. Yeah, we've had a, a Probably. Line. Yeah. Well, she lives in New York now, but she grew up outside of Philly. Yeah. Okay. So bite the bullet. Um, you know, uh, the general uh, feel of bite the bullet. What uh, What is the attitude, and what are you addressing in this special? Uh, yeah, just raising my kid, single dad. You know, and all uh, the stuff that goes on in the school and all that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I, I did in that special. It's <laughs> weird because you, you, you live with this stuff for a while, and then you commit it to a special, and then you're on to the new stuff. Then you're on to the new stuff, yeah. Right. I, you can't wait to drop it because you're bored of the material. It, it, becomes, it becomes like that, right? So you you fine-tuned it so much, and you're, you're trying to polish it so much that it almost becomes a, like a noose, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you feel like uh, I'm not giving it 100%. I, see, that's, I don't know how bands do that. When they wrote a song 30 years ago, they could still get up for it when it's yeah. like okay i really want to play your newer stuff as a comic you always want to do your new stuff yeah we had we had sting on a couple of weeks ago believe it or not which was really cool and i asked him about that i'm like well, you've been playing message in a bottle for you know 40 yeah. some odd years what do you do and he's like well i just kind of change it a little bit here and there i right? to change it for me i do these little bitty tweaks here and there but they're beholding to a lot more than a comedian is obviously you guys can just do all new material well and I you have some you themes get... that you stay with you right know, and you're but... getting a response back from playing message in a bottle that that audience feedback they still love it yeah so yeah. that's going to make you motivate like if we had jokes where the crowd was going crazy yeah <laughs> like you bring up a topic oh yes he's doing the apple picking bit you right. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thanks for remembering yeah they, they, i forget who used to do that but yeah that's when you but there are comedians Stephen wright used to People would actually yell out. We talked to him. Would yell out his punchlines. Yeah, his like they yeah. were so excited to hear him tell those, you know, yeah. precise jokes that he was a slave to that. Dice had that thing as well. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a few guys that had their, mm -hmm. you know, their calling cards. He still has to do it, Dice. Like Dice, I end. believe yeah. he'll do it. Like you know, at the end of the last five minutes. It was Pims. Yeah, it does do the Pims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pims. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> uh, well, you're going to be back in town um, on October 7th and uh, World Cafe Live. Have you played there before? No, I hear it's okay. a great venue. Don yeah. Jameson's Don- doing it with me, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, who was mentioning Don the other day? Craig Gass. Craig Gass was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, Don was going to show up at uh, Craig's show as well. Yeah, so Don's uh, that's cool. He's uh, he's one of our faves as well. Uh, so you can get tickets at uh, WorldCafeLive dot com. And so bite the bullet. This is uh, YouTube is the best place to go. You can get that that special is on YouTube. It's on YouTube as or, well as your show, or you can get it on Amazon Prime. It's all over the place. But you, yeah, that rocks is the new show. So YouTube dot com slash at that rocks. I'm really happy that the three of you. We're back doing that again because yeah. I, you know it's it's a passion project for the three of you. You guys love it. You got a lot of friends that you can reconnect with. I would imagine. Yeah. And with this with this format of doing it, some people that you've never had a chance to talk to as well are probably going to be easily accessible. It, when pe- when people could do it from their home, yeah, they, the, no problem. I totally got say yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I'm, yeah. Fl- I'm flying in. I can't wait to do the show. No, it's, you know that's the only way you get staying. But you get them, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. The pandemic helped with that, where people do. Okay, I'll do it at home. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. All right, well, listen, dude, we got to take a break. Uh, so we appreciate you coming by. Always Thank great you. to see you, man. Yeah, great. Thanks for being Thanks here. It's for Jim Florentine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some outro music, for him, of course. <laughs> we got to throw some Maiden in to uh, send him on his way. Uh, but we are going to take a break. The reason we have to break is because we got money to give away. It is crumb bum cash. So we'll return with the keyword and your chance to win. Stay put. The Do you work with your hands? Join the MM Army tomorrow from 1030 to 1230 as PHTC and Jeb's Orleans Technical College host a mega building trades and construction hiring fair at Orleans Tech, 2770 Red Lion Road in Northeast Philly. Thursday from 7 to 9, Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Ryan's Pub, 124 West Gay Street in Westchester with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. You know what? Just to be exact, I'll give it 10 more seconds until it is exactly 8 o'clock and we can officially hit the button. And I've waited and it is time. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show present Crumb Bum Cash. You're a real crumb bum. Your chance to bring home some Oh, that's the promo. $1,000. That's not the intro. That's uh, that's, uh, the promo. So I'm just going to turn that down. It don't matter. So we'll wait for the actual intro that tells you that now we're going to announce the code word and all that stuff. The keyword, actually, is what we call it. And then I'll tell you how you enter that. And then you enter that. And then maybe you win. And so we do it like this. 93.3 Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. There we go. The keyword is entertain. E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do that, of course. You can enter it at WMMR.com or the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry will win $1,000. In our company-wide contest, and each winner will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you do indeed answer your phone. There are contest rules available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. So let me give you that word one more time. Entertain, E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N. Do it through WMMR.com, the MMR app, or text it to 45911 and get ready to win some money. Now, WMMR presents. 
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by CSB Media Arts Center in uh, Cherry Hill. It's home of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting's broadcast media program and more. And you can find out more at GoCSB.com. I didn't get a chance to get this story. I actually saw this last week, but I wanted to mention this. There was video of it, and I couldn't believe it. A Texas Girl Scout troop uh, might be due a new badge after they escaped an alligator last week. The terrifying close encounter occurred while Troop uh, 114-204 was on an overnight camping trip to explore Huntsville State Park. The group was swimming in the water at Lake Raven when the alligator, which was estimated to be 12 to 14 feet long, charged towards them in the water. And here's the weird thing. These people started moving towards the alligator initially, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, So according to troop leader Nicole Glenn, uh, she said, there was no doubt in my mind that alligator was not going to try and eat somebody. Um, The video footage from the ordeal showed the girls screaming and running out of the water as the gator approached, while the person recording the video could be heard saying this is an emergency. Uh, David Seljig, who filmed the video, uh, said that uh, he expected the gator to flee once it saw people rushing out of the water, but that wasn't the case. It was aiming quickly toward the little kids. I mean, it was coming at them like it was a buffet. Absolutely. Glenn put herself in between the alligator and another troop member, Aaron White, who jumped into the water as the gator approached the group, unaware of what was going on. Uh, Glenn said, I made sure that if he was going to eat somebody, he was going to eat me first. Eat me. The (laughs) Texas Park Wildlife Department said that the swimming area was closed for the rest of the day, but it was pretty scary footage. What kind of badge did you get for that? It's uh, the uh, survival mode badge, I guess. Wow. An excited astronomer speculated that a crater on a Dublin, Ireland beach was caused by a meteorite, but it was actually just the work of two beachgoers with plastic shovels. Oh, my God. Astronomy enthusiast David Kennedy was certain that the crater was caused by a space rock because of a mark on one side. However, viral social media photos show that Charlie Wallace and Peter McAvoy uh, were standing in the hole and digging it with pride. This is the pinnacle of my research, finding. This hole clearly a celestial event, a once in a lifetime occurrence. Is that a fudgy word, you bought? <laughs> if a rock did fall from the sky near Dublin, it would also be likely that someone would have witnessed the event. Uh, Kennedy expressed disappointment in learning that the hole was not actually a meteorite. <laughs> But the two men appeared to have fun on their uh, day at the beach. If you want to laugh, watch the news story that they did initially when the guy was pointing it out. Oh, really? Yeah, clearly this is amazing, (laughs) the contours of the hole. Uh, An Indiana man faces felony charges after he was shot in the back by a two-year-old boy who found the weapon on a bed. Little bastard shot me in the ass. I know, that's what I was thinking of immediately. (laughs) Blazing Saddles. Uh, Justin T. Wiley of Fort Wayne was charged this week with neglect. He is not legally allowed to carry a gun because of a prior felony conviction or several convictions. Uh, Police found Wiley on September night suffering from a gunshot wound in his middle to upper back. Uh, He was shot in the home of a woman who has an active protection order against him. Wiley told police that he put the gun on a bed uh, before the two-year-old boy grabbed it and pulled the trigger. Uh, The woman told officers that she heard the gunshot. Wiley then yelled, He shot me! (laughs) The child had... Goddamn right I did. And I'll shoot you again if you don't leave. Uh, The child had injuries to his gunpowder-marked right pointer finger, including uh, swelling and blistering, and he repeatedly said, Owie, (laughs) while looking at his finger. Owie. 
Uh, Wiley was released you on... You leave or you make me chicken nuggets. ...on a bond following his initial court appearance on Monday. God. A woman has been accused of hiding in her ex... This is ter- this is one that I've thought of happening before, okay? All right. Uh, a woman has been accused of hiding in her ex-boyfriend's backseat before attacking him with a knife Whoa. while he was leaving for work, according to Pennsylvania State Police. Do you check your backseat when you get into the car? If I have had it, like, parked outside... Sometimes I will. I always check my backseat. <laughs> no kidding. Always check my backseat. Yeah, I don't always do that, yeah. but if, if for some reason I get a funky feeling, I'll, I'll, I'll glance back there real quick. And the quick. second I get in, close the door and I lock it. Uh, Paige Nicole Lander was arrested on Thursday morning, charged with attempted murder of her ex-boyfriend. Uh, police were alerted that Lander was unreachable and maybe suicidal at roughly 6 a.m. While searching for her, troopers were called to a home where they found a man who was stabbed multiple times. He was taken to the hospital. Owie. Uh, the victim later told police that he and Lander had dated for a few months and then broke up. He alleged that she would leave him, uh, that she would uh, message him to the point where he had to start blocking her. Uh, he was leaving for work and backing out of the driveway when he noticed Lander's vehicle blocking the way. He then, I know how I'll win him back. I'll stab him. Lander then popped up from the back seat and attacked him with a knife. While trying to bargain with her, he told police that she said she wanted him dead. Uh, the complaint shows that uh, he was able to get out of the car and was worried that Lander would, quote, finish the job, but she ran to her vehicle and drove away. Uh, troopers said that uh, they found a black-handed handled uh, folding knife in the man's car along with blood and glass cleaning wipes that were covered in blood. God. Uh, police found her at her home and she was taken into custody. Suspected uh, may blood. I help you? Uh, was also said to be found on the pants she was wearing. She is uh, now free or she is now facing charges of <sighs> attempted murder, by the way. It's got to be comforting for him to know that she's out there. Yeah, right? Yeah. All right, no, I was wrong. She's not free. She was, uh, she's being charged with attempted murder. Get out of here. All right, and that's it. That's all we have time for. That is the last story in the Bizarre File. But you know what? You've stuck around. You've been so good today. How about we give you a $25 Rita's yeah. gift card? All right, we'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give it to you. Don't forget that Rita's, uh, the uh, season will be over soon, so you want to stock up. Up right now on your favorite flavors and fill your freezer with quarts of Rita's famous ice. Be cool. Go to Rita's stock up. We'll be back in just a moment. Lesson question trash and music news are coming up. It's a scientific fact. People like free shoes. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other Jewish hate me? 
I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Preston and Steve Show. Beautiful day today. 75 degrees sunshine. Next couple days, just like it. Even a little bit warmer. Very enjoyable. So nice. And if you didn't get a chance to come out and enjoy the weather at the MMRBQ, or maybe you did and you just didn't get a chance to get your MMRBQ t-shirt, they are now on sale in the MMR Rock Shop. We sold out of them. The merch got sold out Yeah, at the MMRBQ. So a lot of people wanted them, and now they are available. So if you went to the show and want that, or you just want it, even if you didn't go to the show, you can now buy it. WMMR.com. Take a look. And there's all kinds of great stuff in the in the Rock Shop as well, so we would love for you to peruse that. Lesson question time. We are going to give away a VIP four-pack of tickets for uh, Lincoln Mill Haunted House. And that is uh, this Saturday, by the way. Uh, that's in Maniunk on Main Street. And uh, let's see what question we'll ask. I got to ask this. What utensil does Steve like to use to clean his anus? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> what utensil does Steve like to use to clean his Enos. <laughs> Enos? Enos. 215-263-WMMR. If you know, call now and we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. So what's we got today, ma'am? Well, Hugh Jackman isn't yet ready to talk about his split from his wife of 27 years, Deborah Lee Furness. Jackman did hint that much of it has to do with never really getting past a finger-blasting accident on the set of Wolverine. Oh, my God. Larry Flint's Hustler Club in Las Vegas is offering free lap dances to any guests caught up in the cyber attack on MGM Resorts. Guests have also been advised to keep those losing keynote cards because the Hustler Club will let you redeem them for hand jobs. <laughs> And finally, the front door to the home where Sharon Tate was infamously murdered by Charles Manson's cult, selling at auction for $127,000. The anonymous buyer says that were it not for that door, Tate and her guests would have been murdered. I hope he kept the receipt. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're looking for the answer to this. What utensil does Steve like to use to clean his anus? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Owen to see if he knows the answer. Owen, good morning. Owen, what utensil does Steve use to clean his anus? The barbecue fork. Barbecue yeah. fork, yep. You got it, buddy. Hang on. It works. We're going 
to set you up. We have a VIP four pack of tickets for Lincoln Mill Haunted House Saturday, September 23rd, 4100 Main Street in Maniunk. Features over 50 live scare actors, production quality sets, props, animatronics, and special effects tickets and information at LincolnMillHaunt.com. What the music view on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Family and Company Jewelers. Planning on getting engaged? 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 Go see Angelo and the team at Family and Company Jewelers. Get her the perfect engagement ring. A ring from Family and Company, South Jersey's diamond destination. Blink 182 announced a highly anticipated album one more time alongside a four-minute trailer spanning the band's career. So they did this yesterday. The trailer includes previews of Mark, Tom, and Travis in conversation, speaking for the first time on tragedy, triumph, reconciliation, and brotherhood. One more time, the album will be out on October 20th, and there are pre-save and pre-orders that you can participate into. And the new single, One More Time, is going to be out Thursday. Thursday. And I'm sure that we will be revealing that Thursday morning. From Subaru. Uh, They recorded One More Time in the midst of their blockbuster reunion tour. The album, produced by Travis Barker, features 17 new songs. And the brand new album comes both digitally and physically on CD, standard black vinyl, and multiple limited edition physical vinyl variants as well. Different colors and things like that if you want. I wonder if CDs are going to have their um, come up and vinyl moment. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Maybe down the road. Because now everyone's streaming so much. Yeah. So new music from uh, Blink-182 and we'll have it on Thursday. Right, Bill? Yay! Thumbs up from Bill. Uh, Jan Wenner, founding of Rolling Stone and co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, has apologized for remarks he made disparaging black and female artists as less intellectually articulate than their white counterparts. The 77-year-old statements made in an interview published uh, on Friday by the New York Times, <coughs> excuse me, in which he um, explained why he had included only white rock performance, who he dubbed the philosophers of rock, in a book compiling uh, his interviews, led to a unanimous vote Moving Winner from the Hall of Fame board. Eh, big mistake. Yeah. Winner's interviews in his book, uh, The Masters, offer the perspectives of musicians such as Bono, Bob Dylan, Jerry Garcia, Mick Jagger, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, and Pete Townsend, all of whom are white men. He told the Times that the selection was, quote, not deliberate selection inssofar as the women... Just none of them were as articulate enough on this in- stupid. on this intellectual level. That's yeah, what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah. He also said that um, black performers of the time were not in the zeitgeist. He said of black artists, you know, Stevie Wonder, genius, right? I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, uh, the fault is using that word. He said maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean. They just didn't articulate at that level, he said. <laughs> See, it seems his problem has been with articulation. Um, yeah. We have a clip of Vernon Reed addressing this, by the way. President. Oh, Should okay. be over, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on. Uh, did it come over yesterday or it, today? It did this morning. Should be okay. this morning. Okay. Uh, while you're looking for that, Winner has uh, sought to undo 
Uh, the resulting damage to a series of apology, apologies over the weekend, including one through his publisher, uh, Little Brown and Company. He issued a statement saying, look over there. In which he said, I apologize wholeheartedly for those remarks. He added that. Apologize. I apologize. <laughs> to the skull sealer. He added that his choice of interviews include. to apologize <laughs> to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. That should be the default apology for any celebrity that gets into trouble. Because <laughs> it's so confusing, everyone will go, oh, okay. Uh, he added that his choice of interviews included in the book, quote, don't reflect my appreciation and admiration for myriad uh, totemic world-changing art- changing artists whose music and ideas that I revere and will celebrate and promote as long as I live. I totally understand the inflammatory nature of badly chosen words and deeply apologize and accept the consequences. So here's Vernon Reed of uh, Living Color uh, commenting on that. When you call them masters in this certain context and you leave out a Stevie Wonder, then then serious questions have to be raised. How do you say that when Joni Mitchell is still alive? How do you say that with the Chrissy Hine? How do you not engage with the Michelle Indagio cello? I mean, it's it's staggering, but it's not surprising at all on a level. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's obviously, he's, he's off the board now. He's off yeah, of the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Screwed up. Board, you so. trusted us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an auction of uh, Freddie Mercury's belongings uh, raked in $50.4 million. We talked about uh, some of the items that went up uh, for sale. Yeah, good and stuff. This one is interesting, though. Uh, the Tiffany & Company comb that Freddie used for his mustache Kathy. went for $189,000. <laughs> It was expected to fetch about six hundred bucks. Six hundred bucks for that? Yep. And you figured it'd be worth a lot more. Well, no, it went for one hundred eighty-nine thousand. Oh, okay. I thought you it, was said it was expected to fetch about okay. six hundred dollars. It went for one hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars. They were way off the mark. Yeah, of course, that's going to be worth a lot more. Uh, handwritten uh, version of the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody sold for over a million dollars. We talked about those, and obviously his baby, grand, his baby grand piano was the one that went for the most. Over 30,000 personal items were sold over the course of one week. That is a ridiculous amount of items. Yeah. Uh, Did they so, sell his uh, turkey fryer? Um, they had. If they're selling thirty thousand yeah. personal items, yeah, yeah, turkey fryer had to have been in there with that. They're in town next month. I've never seen any version or iteration of Queen, and I, I, I think I'd really like to go. It's uh, October eighteenth, which is a Wednesday, at the Wells Fargo Center. I hear. I've heard it's great. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, every variation, and the current one is. Uh, who is it? The American Adam Idol. Lambert. Yeah, Adam Lambert, who's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's a, a trucker. truck driver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who uh, Freddie has a little bathroom moment with. Yeah, this is uh, special. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, I, you know what? I've never seen him as well. I, ju- I just think about the, um, I would love to get Brian May back in here again. Oh, my God. How great was he? Yeah. And they'll be in town, so you want me to play Crackshot? We'll put the we'll put the call out there. Uh, Bush is set to release a collection called Loaded: The Greatest Hits, ninety four to twenty three, and it'll be out November tenth. In an interview, Gavin Rossdale talked about the new single, which is out on Wednesday, "Nowhere to Go But Everywhere." He says that he wrote it for his friends. He said that you'll be able to sing it about you and your friends. It's a weird We've song. We've got Bush. Wow. We've got Bush. It has it has a power. He said, "I wrote a song that has a wistful feel." to it, which I thought was a cool way of making a song to do the greatest hits that encapsulated everything I've done. In no, support, thanks. <laughs> in support of the new music, uh, Bush announced a North American headlining tour. Kicks off November 
14th in Orlando, and they will be playing uh, the Hershey Theater on November 18th. We mentioned this yesterday, but there's a little bit more to it. Uh, over the weekend, U2 took to Fremont Street in Vegas for the world premiere of their new song, Atomic City. Uh, they were staged on a flatbed trailer as it rolled through the area with 250 extras and onlookers just before midnight. As they filmed, Bono joked to the crowd that it was a low-budget video. Uh, he said to the audience, we hope you like the song. It was written about you. It's called Atomic City, which is an old nickname for Las Vegas. And I don't know if you knew that. We just recorded this song last week. So it's brand new. Uh, you two performed the song multiple times to a pre-recorded track with live vocals so they could capture the video. Uh, Atomic City is expected to drop ahead of the band's residency at the Sphere in Las Vegas. I like to see bands do more of this stuff. This used to be kind of the, you know, it was a cool stunty sort of thing. Yeah. And then one final thing, as part of his 50-plus years of musical magic on stage and in the studio, Billy Joel will release the Vinyl Collection Volume Number 2 on November 3rd. The 11 LP Deluxe Box Set. Holy crap. Yeah. Completes the definitive Billy Joel 12-inch vinyl album project. Two years ago, he released Volume 1, which was a 9 LP set. Uh, the upcoming Volume 2 will be released the week of the 50th anniversary of Piano Man, uh, which was, uh, of course, his first signature. Song. What was the last time he did, like, what, what was his last album? The last time he had new Good music? Good question. He stopped recording a while ago. Long time ago. Yeah, I'm not really sure. That album? He didn't start the Fire album, that one? No, it was, it was after, that was Stormfront Storm was the Fire. name of that album, but that was, it was several years later that he finally said, I'm not going to write new I'm not going to put new uh, new projects anymore. Yeah, the record called uh, Fantasies and Delusions that came out in uh, 2001, and River of Dreams was 93, but uh, nothing since uh, n- nothing for the last 22 years. That wow. Stormfront wow. album is a solid. That that's I think the last super solid. That was really nine. Yeah. Uh, River. Wait. Get a hit on River of Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. What was in the middle of the yes. night? I, like I, I get up for a sandwich. That's called River of Dreams. It's right? called River of yeah. Dreams. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, volume two focuses on his biggest charting hits, such as Allentown, Uptown Girl, A Matter of Trust, and it's still rock and roll to me. Uh, the collection includes Billy Joel uh, live or live from Long Island, uh, the celebratory homecoming concert he threw for fans at the Nassau Coliseum, December 29th, nineteen eighty two. What was the last? Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you saw him. When last? I saw him, yeah, when he was just here this past summer, and he actually did. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. He let the audience choose the song, but oh, like yeah. he really listened to the audience response and like turn around and look at the you know his band yeah. members and be like, which one? You'd... And I was surprised at some of the ones that people picked. Like I was like, really, we're gonna do that over this? But right. it was cool. They picked the the lesser hit, and maybe them, to hear a yeah. deeper a deeper cut, which yeah. is you know if you're a tried and true fan, yeah, you want to hear the hits, but you want to hear those those really yeah. jewels that a lot of people don't know. I mean, and of course he did a ton of them. It wasn't like, you yeah. know, you were missing out on some of them. Right. There was the entire concert, there was one song that I didn't know. I, I forget the name of it. I have to look it up, but um, I was surprised because I thought I would know everything, but there was one right. that I had never heard. Uh, and then... Kathy. <laughs> that's it in music news. Uh, we have one final $25 gift card to give away for Rita's. Uh, let's take call number 20 at 215-263-WMM I want to thank them for dropping off quarts of ice and frozen treats. Uh, they're still open, so keep that in mind. Stop in today. Enjoy all of your favorite favorite frozen treats. And the season's going to be wrapping up, so you can stock up on that stuff. Yes. Throw it in your freezer, and you're good to go. So uh, caller number 20 will give you that $25 gift card, 215-263-WMOR. One final break to take. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, don't forget, Ted Tuesday, we'll get a winner in just a little bit. Stay down. <laughs> 
93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show present Crumb Bum Cash. You're a real crumb bum. Your chance to bring home some bread. $1,000 five times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then again at 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Crumb Bum Contest keyword. Then enter it at WMMR.com via the MMR app or text it to 45911 for your chance to grab some with MMR's Crumb Bum Cash. Because Philadelphia, that's why. Official rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizonezbook.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, your wallet. Look what I've done. Look at this. It's 1241. As we are wrapping up today's program, beautiful Tuesday. 72 degrees in sunshine. Uh, no, 75 degrees in sunshine. That was yesterday. It was 72. Tomorrow and Thursday, 78 and uh, sunny. Beautiful, beautiful days as we are heading to the latter portion of uh, September. It's always nice when that happens. Fall begins in a couple days. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. When is it? The 21st? Um, yeah, so we're, we're diving into another season. Here we go. We got the MMRBQ right under the wire in the summertime still. In the pocket. Yes. I love it. Gorgeous weather. I would like to thank, uh, let's see. First of all, we had a couple of people on to talk about an event that's coming up on Thursday. And it was uh, Omar and Sybil Tate who came by. Hey. From Honeysuckle Provisions, and it has to, it's a uh, benefit for MANA, which is an organization that we love. And the event is called Main Course. It's Thursday at V at Chess Cafe, and all the great restaurateurs and, and chefs are supplying food, and it's for a wonderful cause. So yes. we thank them for coming by today. We have details at uh, PrestonSteve.com. Thank you also to Jim Florentine. Hey, hey, hey. New comedy special, Bite the Bullet, available at jimflorentine.com. And he's going to be at World Cafe Live on Saturday, October 7th. And uh, you can get the tickets through his website as well. So it's nice having Jim by. Um, let's see. Pierre Robert is here with us today. Hey, man. And today I wish you a good day. Ah, good day it you. shall be. Jim Florentine, uh, his voice is so distinctive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and his style of speaking is so distinctive. Yeah. Where Where's he from? Well, uh, you you might know him from that metal show. On yeah, I know, I know yeah. that. Uh, Stand up for ge- years. Geographically. Uh, oh, uh, New, New York. York. Yeah. Okay. New York, Jersey, something. Yeah. Is that a Jersey accent? It might be a, a northern New York accent, a Long Island accent. I don't know where his exact town of origin is or where he grew up, but yeah, in that general area. All right, cool. By the way, to address all of the uh, people texting, I'm sorry I said it was 1241. It's 1041. No, no. Well, it's 1241 somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's always 1241 sometime. (laughs) Well, not really. (laughs) That could be a song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shall we do the letter of the day, dude? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter... A as in appetite. All right. And we'll have three more to go till we give away the four pack of great seats, VIP parking, and VIP club access as Four Walls presents the Always Sunny podcast live. It's this Saturday, September 23rd at the Man Center. And we happen to be welcoming the gang. And uh, it's a presidency presents. The gang is back in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. So get them while you can. 
Uh, let's see. What's up on the show today? Well, we will have a block of Greta Van Fleet there at the big joint this evening. Um, I'm going to be heading to Pink, which is also going to be a great nice. show. So uh, we'll do a two-hour salute to Pink. <laughs> oh, hi, Bill. <laughs> no, are you really going? Yeah, I, you, I really am going. I, cause I, you can have access to, like, uh, Brandy Carlisle or anything like that? I'm obsessed with her, so She's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. You know, multi-Grammy winner. Uh, the two twins. I've seen her a couple of times before. The two twins that play with her, these tall, um, I don't know where they're from, but they're uh, Washington. Identi- they're identical Pandora. twins. <laughs> and they they uh, are brilliant musicians. So her alone is is worth seeing. But then Pink and the show that uh, I'm told she puts on, the acrobatics, I'm just dying to see it. Uh, and then right across the street is Greta. Uh, so um, we'll do a block of Greta. We'll do a block of Judas Priest and a block of Hailstorm in the workforce blocks. And it's double shot. Tuesday. It's also Tattoosday. So oh my! We got to give that away. Oh, I would like too. to congratulate the tattoo winner, uh, and it's uh, Jake Grope, yeah. who is from uh, Levittown. So congratulations, Jake. Uh, and sorry, that's from Sixteen Candles, Jake. Um, so we like congratulate him, and we're going to set him up with this, courtesy of our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Pearson 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Check out their artwork samples, floatingworldtattoos.com, or on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Thank you to the fine sponsors of this program. Preston Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan, and the Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. And also Wilmington University. Find your education home at Wilmington University, wilmu.edu. Tomorrow. Tomorrow on the program, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, Secret Text Word, and Brazier. Our good friend John Brazier of the Phils is stopping by tomorrow, so we'll see what he has in store and what else we can come up with between now and then. Crumbum Cash, you got that coming up, oh, too. I do have that at yeah. and three. All right, so get set for Pierre. He's got money to give away. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend, and bye-bye. Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.